Hi and welcome to another episode of Allies of Convenience, the international competitive Warhammer 40,000 podcast. And today's episode is all about the Eldar Codex. Yes, I know it has been out a while, but that's kind of the way that we're going to be going with these Codex reviews. If you want to get your super early knee-jerk reactions from people that have been given the Codex, you know, a week, two weeks, a <laughs> month early, um, they're definitely catered for you. Um, what we're trying to do is give you much more considered um, well-tested opinions uh, on these books and hopefully they're of use to you as well we can kind of reflect if there's been any FEQs out you know definitely we'll have seen these codexes out in the field uh, and that's what we're doing obviously um, since the Eldar books come out wow the list of releases I mean by the time you probably get this there will have been four releases subsequently um Tyranid book, chapter approved, Blood Angels, and of course Dark Angels are up for pre-order right now as well. They'll be coming this weekend. So it's thick and fast, and hopefully we'll be able to catch up over the holidays, but I wouldn't expect too much, because uh, obviously uh, we are grown men and we have family commitments over the holidays. So we'll try and get as much done as possible, but as I said, what we're going for is uh, really insightful content, really considered stuff, um, stuff that's actually been play-tested, not so much theory hammer um, real experience in the field uh, and we'll be trying to give you a lot more international tournament coverage as we go into 2018 as well because I know a lot of you have been wanting to hear some of that as well uh, congratulations to Max Barton who took uh, the heat recently at the uh, Warhammer 40k GT at Warhammer World in Nottingham congratulations to him uh, using Eldar of course uh, and his list looked very similar to a lot of the stuff that's been pointed out here uh, so today's episode is brought to you by uh, Matt Robertson on hosting duties, and he is joined uh, by uh, Hodor, Andy, uh, and uh, Gas Jones, uh, the big Viking guy, uh, and uh, I think there's like a little cameo in there from Ramsey as well, James Ramsey. So uh, yeah, it's about two and a half hours of really insightful discussion. They go through uh, all of the codex, most of the stratagems, and loads of combos. Very, very useful stuff. Uh, and as always, if you want to get in touch, make sure you please do so on the Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash AOC podcast. Or you can just search for Allies of Convenience in the search and we should come up as well. Uh, if you've got any questions you want to ask about this episode or any other episodes, then feel free to do so. Uh, if you've got any list help, strategy, tips, you're having trouble dealing with any certain combos or units or just factions in general, we are happy to help uh, and let you guys... Uh, in on any expertise that we may have that can level up your gameplay. Uh, but anyway, without any further ado, let's get into this episode. It is the Eldar Codex. Over to you, Robbo. Hi guys, Matt here, back for another episode of Allies of Convenience. This week we're going to do the Eldar Codex review, which, as most people have noticed, we're not right on top of the books when they come out but we found we're best off giving them a few weeks getting some games waiting for the initial faq which changes everything and then giving it a go from there so this week i'm joined by hodor hodor uh gaz jones hello and we have james ramsey who'll be with us for at least part of this hello so we're going to go through the book We'll cover all the units briefly, touch on 
bits that stand out to us, and then we'll do all the stratagems, psychic powers, and a few list ideas that we've been seeing. But first off, we're going to talk about one particular unit, which everybody will have seen, everybody will know about. Um, striking Scorpions. Yep, Striking Scorpions. They are the new meta in the game. Heard it here first. Have I missed something here? Real time Striking Scorpions. <laughs> it's the new meta. Sure. It's okay. not like you guys took loads of Striking Scorpions for the last event, is it? Nope. We did. Nope. You took Cleared Games Workshop out of Striking Scorpions. So you painted them black, you stuck big missile launchers on them. Uh, mine were painted purple. Uh, my, mine were also purple because Andy copied me. <laughs> Team purple! <laughs> so, if anybody hasn't worked it out, we're not actually going to talk about Striking Scorpions first. We're going to talk about Dark Reapers. You actually want to talk about Dark Reapers straight off the bat? Straight off the bat? We're diving right in. Right into the fucking deep end. If we don't touch on these now, we're going to compare every single unit to that going through the book. We, we will anyway. It's like yeah. Howling Banshees. Yeah, they're okay. They're not Dark Reapers. Striking Scorpions. Yeah, they're okay. They're not Dark Reapers. Storm Gardens. Yeah, they're okay. They're not Dark Reapers. <laughs> so, we'll Codex explain, is done. Wrap we'll explain up. why they're not Dark Reapers. Just and then so, we'll go. We'll go back and cover them in a bit of detail. So. Dark. Yeah. Are we doing Dark Reapers now then? Yep. And so then. Dark Reapers are the most ridiculously undercosted unit. I have ever seen <laughs> in 40k. <laughs> Basically, they are five points a dude and what, 22 points a gun? Yeah. So you're talking 27 points. Basically, it's 85 points for three guys, two with Reaper launchers, one with a Tempest launcher. And they are silly good. <laughs> they are ridiculous. Can I say here quickly that a Space Marine missile launcher on its own is 25 points? <laughs> yeah. Straight up skippy. Like a Guardian yes. is more points than a Dark Reaper, and just base to base, why is a Dark Reaper without anything cheaper than a Guardian without anything? Yeah, it's the say. dumbest special rules ever. ever. That guy really should be weird. about 15 points, just in comparison to a Guardian, should be about 15 points. But anyway, they so they're really good um, because. They can do everything. They can fight Horde. They can fight elite units. They can fight tanks. Um, they can just kill everything. It's ridiculous. So if you are a unit of 20 Orc boys, then in your army, you've probably got six or seven Tempest launchers, which fire 2d6 shots each. And then strength 4, AP minus 2. So... You can rip through Horde with the Tempest Launcher. If you're fighting against things like, I don't know, for some reason people might take Terminators, or I can't even think what's kind of like middle groundy, Tau, Tau Commander Battle Suits. Once then you, you can. Drones with the Tempests. Yeah, but the, where? Because then you can fire your Strength 5, 2 shots, damage 2, AP minus 2 weapons. And then if you're shooting like things like Mortarian or Big Bird, sorry Adam. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Go Big Bird shall be no more. Um, and uh, I don't know, Magnus or Knight, etc. You just fire your single shot, strength eight, 
AP minus two, damage three. And quite frankly, it's just ridiculous that it can do this many things. I mean, the the, the start the the rules they have base are just like without the gun. It's just insane. Yeah. That's what makes it. So, well, yeah, it's is, yeah, it's the always yeah. hitting on three is bigger than what people think as well because of the the meta of the game. Everyone's going to like negative modifiers to hit. That's it. Yeah, so games also seem to have made this game where with all the strategies and things and just burning through all these special rules, that you can kind of end or at least decide the game within two turns. I mean, actually, yeah. all the new codexes against each other are kind of making that like drag that out a little bit longer. But I think two turns, you tend to know what's going to happen the rest of the game, and. Uh, so to counterbalance that, I, I feel that they brought out every army has some access to minus one to hit and some stuff minus two, uh, like with, with, with uh, strategies and things. And obviously, just dark reapers just do not care. Like Ignore fire it. armies are just negated completely by them. Um, and then like Aliotok Eldar and uh, sorry, what, what type of Eldar? Aliotok. Okay, sure. Let's go with that pronunciation. <laughs> I don't know how you spell it, actually. A light uh, talk. A light talk. Is it? It's either a light or a light talk. However oh, you want well, it. Th- those ones. Um, stuff like that, anyway. Like Nids have a nice one. And, um, Alpha Legion and Chaos and stuff. Uh, and they just like just don't care. Um, you know, People make up for weaknesses of getting alpha by having minus one to hit. And this is just like 40 Dark Reaper sort of stuff. Just blows through it. It's okay now, Andy, because what you can do is you can just like deep strike your units against Dark Elder, uh, against Dark Reapers, yeah? Well, this this is the. I mean, we'll have to go into this later, oh. but the fact that Dark Reapers, just on their own, are amazing, but if you counter them with something, like, you know, deep striking and charging them, without, if, if for some reason the Elder doesn't have a screen, um, they just shoot them they have with, their, with, with stratagems. Yeah, just shoot them back with stratagems. <laughs> and if you've got some alpha strike that can actually kill them, oh look, they're hiding in a webway and you can't even hit them anymore. Or in a yeah. tank. <laughs> or in a yeah. tank. Yeah, but let's, yeah. Say, let's say there's some shooting that can actually get through a tank as well, which is a tank which is bloody impossible to kill nearly from range. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, that is Dark Reapers and that is what you will see a lot of. And that is what most things in this book will get compared to as to why you don't see them in a competitive list. Because you'll see a lot of units, but your competitive lists, at the moment, you're going to see a few Dark Reapers. It's Eldar Codex Syndrome, though, isn't it? It's the same as every Eldar Codex has ever been. There are three or four units which are auto-take, and everything else would would be auto-take in another army, but they're in the Eldar Codex, so... Yeah, that's the problem. They've got so many good units... Yeah. But this, like, Dark Light, which is great for the, like, if it was in another codex, but Dark Reapers just on their own just excel. See, uh, Dark, Reapers, Dark Reapers, when the Index book came out, Dark Reapers were still good. The problem with them was is you couldn't keep them alive because you didn't have the stratagems to hide them. They weren't minus one to hit. Wave Serpents were still okay. I mean, they were still good, but they were, you couldn't afford the Dark Reapers and the Wave Serpents because the Reapers and the Serpents were both more expensive. I don't think, I mean, I don't think anyone actually gave the Eldar Codex a proper look in, in, in the sense of um, when... when the French uh, like, ETC guy used loads of Reapers. Yeah, but, like, the, I mean, they were good, but they were, they had a hard counter. Like, like uh, the robot, what's his name? Carl, Qual, or Carl. 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 Yeah, he was a really nice hard counter. Or, like, a Horde army, because you, you just didn't have the amount of Reapers you needed. But... but now you do because they're 20 
the 85 points for three. Right. Just we'll down. move on from Reapers for now. Yeah. And we'll, we'll explore everything else, which you might see. So, they've got Craft Worlds, which are similar to every other book, and we'll touch on the specifics of that uh, a little bit later. But then they have a couple of special abilities specific to Eldar. They have Ancient Doom, which is rear off hit rolls in the fight phase for this unit if they're charged by a slash unit or is charged by a slash unit. See, uh, that's one thing that I love about, um, do love about Eldar and the Games Workshop kind of new pathway, is they write rules like that, which are so rarely going to come up, but they are really thematic. It's absolutely what Eldar should have. And I mean, they're never going to be used, but oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's like, it absolutely should be in the codex. Well, hopefully we'll see like a, a demonette meta then when the, <laughs> the yeah, demon codex comes out. <laughs> Yay, demonettes. So the next one they have, well, the next little bit of that rule is you must add one to morale test for this unit if it's within three Slanesh units. So you don't want to be too close to them. Then um, battle focus. If the unit with this rule advances in its movement phase, weapons, excluding heavy weapons, are used as if the unit had remained stationary. Which is nice. Yep. Nice little bonus. Good for your guardians. Yeah, it's good for the guardians. And then Path of Command is you can reroll hit rolls of a 1 for friendly craft world units within 6 of this model. In addition, if your arm is battle forged, as well as your warlord, and on the battlefield, roll d6 for each command point spent using stratagems. On a 6, that command point is immediately refunded. Note that the Prince Uriel, this first effect is only Iandon. So Yeah, it's a that's one of those rules that's just like in every army now, every codex, and it just doesn't feel like see, yeah. that doesn't feel very race specific. The, it's the, nice um, that one's not a warlord trait or anything. You just take is it the Ortharks and you just get it? Or, yeah, all the Ortharks have it, and it's like every like Gaz said, every army has these like commanders which gives a little six inch bubble of re rolling some sort of hit if it's all or one um and stuff. But this at the same time has like an inbuilt what you really say would almost be like a kind of a warlord trait, which is this uh, on a six, you get your command point back. It's a really handy stratagem, but uh, until uh, like they change things in like the uh, Xenos book with, with the Inara and stuff, you're not really going to have uh, many competitive armies warlord. anyway. Take, yeah, taking Craftworld uh, Warlords. Yeah. Everyone's going to yeah. take the Uranian. We'll, we'll come on to that after we've covered it, what kind of list we're going to see and why that'll be. Yeah, but sure. I think that is a re- that's a good, it's a good little thing, the Path of Command, with the, uh, if you if you get your Autar to be a Warlord. It's good. Yeah, I've seen a few people doing it, and it's nice, a few extra command points. Although it does mess up with people when they're trying to use stratagems in deployment, i found. Because they have to go, right, okay, I need to deploy this guy first, and then use that stratagem. Yeah, it's on the board, thing. right? Yeah. And also, it's not per, per command point you use on a stratagem, it's just if you use a stratagem, you get to roll one dice, right? Um, roll d6 for each command point spent. Oh, just say yeah. each. Oh, cool. yeah. I've not. Even, I'm not looking there right now. Ah, come on, Andy. And I've moved on to Eldrad. So <laughs> I'll let you go over Eldrad then, because he's up next. Uh, Eldrad. So he's not the big, scary psycho guy that he used to be, and you'd expect him to be really. He's he's handy because he's like the toughness doesn't really make much difference anymore. But uh, he has six wounds. <laughs> he's quite like. Quite nice. Yeah, quite beastly. Um, 
He's got his little staff, which in melee is like he makes him strength five, AP two, D three damage, and his witch blade as usual strength doesn't matter. But always going to have two plus, no AP but D three damage. Um, whenever he passes a psychic test, you can add one to the, the next psychic test you take for him until the end of the phase. That's really uh, he's got nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. He's got his three of Pimvon. Uh, the usual runes of the Farseer, so in each psychic, in each psychic phase, yours and your opponent's really, uh, he can re-roll, do one lot of re-rolls for the dice, for casting or your opponent's is denying. Um, and then he's got the Ghost Town, which the psychic, uh, other Farseers have, which is roll a d6 when he suffers a more wound, and you add three to the roll if it's a more wound that was inflicted as a result of the perils. But on a five up, the wound is ignored. So it's a pretty good ghost helm. Um, makes some makes some defensive against smites. Uh, he gets a little five up ward against his smites. He gets a two up um, against perils. And he gets two up against his own little perils. Yeah. Uh, um, all farces have that though, uh, which uh, I forgot about when playing with them. But it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty cool though. Um, <clears throat> and then his snowboard, his psychic bits are Eldrad can attempt to manifest three psychic powers. Uh, and he can attempt to deny two psychic powers. So, cast three, deny two. Nice. You know, smite plus um, stuff from the runes of fate, discipline, which we'll go through later. Uh, he's also locked in as your obvious leader will play. And that's Eldrad in a nutshell. So, that stuff is the Farseer. Which... Uh, so, the Farseer is such a good option to take, because he's mega, mega cheap. He's really cheap. He's 100 points flat. And it, I am right in saying that. Yeah, he is 100, isn't he? Yeah. And he, what he brings with him is a guide for your big 10-man unit of Reapers. Whee! Yeah. Um, Doom for the thing that's coming near you that you really want to die, i.e. like Matarian or Magnus or that Knight or okay. a Bane Blade or whatever. <laughs> Literally whatever you want. Uh, and he he has a cheeky smite if things get too close, um, and also he brings with you the stratagem. Yeah, we'll get through those in a bit. So, if... Good stratagem. With Eldred being locked to Ulfway, are we just going to see Farsis instead of him, do you reckon? Well, I, I don't know, actually. Um, Eld- there, is a, there is an Ulfway build. Yeah. Eldra's not that expensive either, actually, because if you take, if you're taking like multiple detachments and you're having one which is just uh, like in the list I'm trying at the moment, um, and you have different um, craft worlds mixed in, um, so you don't really care about getting the, the bonuses. Uh, his little having him in is pretty good because he's not that expensive. I think he's uh, is he one one fifty? Is he? Right, you got the book. I'm gonna add it. On the computer, actually, it's very annoying. Yes. Um, so, he's not too many points more, just while I'm looking. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's 150. Extra... So, for an extra 50 points, you get a bod that gets to cast an extra power, and he gets the extra plus one, which, t- to be honest with you, is actually quite big. Even though you get, he's because he's casting three powers, you only get one reroll out of those three. And I find myself using that. Um, that the stratagem which gives you sick sick house one which gives you plus one for your far save plus one for a unit of, uh, wall, a wallet conclave nearby uh, that plus one was like quite big in a, in a lot of the time when you need to get some powers off because everything's kind of like a six or a seven which yeah is is fine average wise but you're going to roll under a lot of the time and some of these powers are quite key 
you know, to, uh, to, to smashing your opponent's face in. Um, so, he's, yeah, he's not that much more expensive, actually, 50 points for that. Um, I don't think he's, it's not an auto, but it's like a, a luxury kind of thing. So, but you're definitely going to see just, just a, you're going to see a Farseer, one, probably just one in every army at least. Um, so, I don't think people are going to take more than one because the other, you just, the, the, the powers aren't. Yeah, the powers are not good enough really. Powers aren't, because, yeah, I mean, guide's good. Fortune is okay if you're building a list around it, um, like a Death Star list. Um, if you're looking for like extra smites in there, you just go with Warlocks. Yeah, that's it. You should go with Warlocks, Spirit Seers, Bone Singers. So. so that does move us on to the next page. I'm guessing we don't really need to touch on the Farseer Skyrunner. No, it's just plus some toughness, extra movement, Farseer. Farseer um, bike. Same yeah, he's an extra 35 bunts. Um, uh, again, you, you're probably not going to because he's 7 inch basic move plus his D6. I can't see a reason why I'd ever want to run away that far from my Dark Reaper castle. Yeah, so. Apart from being a little bit different, he is still just a farseer, so we won't spend too much time on him because we've just covered most of it. And then Warlock Conclave's next. Warlocks. So these guys you've just mentioned are your cheap smites. And not not really cheap, not really a smite because it's it's their smites their their smite is is kind of a nerfed smite, so it's not really that good, but. They get access to what are the best powers now in the codex. Oh my god! Yeah, the powers so... are, lo- are ridiculous. Um, yeah. I mean, the first up we've got is the Warlock Conclave. Um, I didn't actually think this was any good at first until it was pointed out to me. Uh, one of the stratagems, which is really abusive, and why it's abusive, um, which will I just you just have to mention in this because that like this is the reason to take the Conclave. Yeah. But uh, so the Conclave is at least two Warlocks, and you can have up to an additional eight Warlocks. Uh, their stat line is just your usual uh, threes across the board, but they've got two wounds each now, Warlocks, not just one wound. They've got two attacks, and they move seven. Uh, they get the four-up in front from the rune armor, um, and they have their Warlock Conclave rule, which is... Well, they have two, but one of them is this Destructor, which is what nerfs their smite. So it's... When this unit manifests the smite psychic power, it only has a range of nine rather than 18. In addition, if the unit consists of one to three models... When it manifests, might only deals out one single mortal wound. Yeah. And if it consists seven to ten, it's D six. So there's no D three involved, but it okay. is range nine. You can get, you can double the range with stuff, but um, I don't think you want to go crazy trying to uh, waste stuff like that because by the time you come to needing that uh, that smite off your little wall, one, you're not got more than one wall at conclave. Um, you're not going to waste a stratagem on that, but. They have smite at least anyway. Can you um, put these guys on bikes or anything? Make like a little seer council yeah. kind of thing. That, you can. I looked into star. I looked into a seer council like web weighing in, and it just wasn't points viable. It, yeah, not so much. I, I try. I tried to try to make a little list with that. Benders was going to shine spears instead, but you can make yeah. them really. You can make them really tough. So if you have all like your psychic stuff behind, like you have more, you have single warlock warlocks on bikes to hide behind the conclave to cast more powers on them. And you've got your Farseer as well, and your Autark. They can actually be really tough. And he said if they web boy in, they don't get hit. But you have to make them like same hand or built hand to to make use of uh, of the stratagems they have uh, to be able to reliably assault. Or they're going to have to be Yanari to soul burst them in. Right. Um, so it's a nice option, but it's not it, something you think we're going to see top tier. I, I, I don't think I, we're going to see at all. 
not allowed. I honestly don't think you're going to see it at all. It is just not points viable. No, the, the shining spears are the better version for the points. Yeah. Uh, these guys do a lot of dam- uh, D3 damage and always wound on twos. So they're basically going to be hitting on twos, wounding on twos, hitting on twos with the reroll that is as well. Um, and I think with the strategy, we can make the reroll twos to wound as well with the Farseer. Um, yeah. So they can hit, hit a lot, wound a lot, but it's no AP. Um, and they just and, die. They just disappear. Yeah, they, they've got two, two wounds still. Uh, three, three wounds on the bikes, uh, which, is, face, which is okay. Yeah. Still the four up, which you can improve to a three up, and then you fortune them for a five up for your pain. But you're, but you're again, looking at having to get power after power after power off. That like you said, yeah. They're all sixes and sevens to cast, and you're gonna yeah. you're gonna miss a few of those. And they're kind of all key. Like you need every single one of those powers to make them actually points viable. Um, so they, I mean, they're, they're really they're really fast, which is which is good. But um, they're and, and that shooting is amazing, really, with the four shots from the shuriken catapults in on twos. Um, they get, you get a lot of shots out of that, and you get some decent AP because you get a few sixes to wound against stuff. But uh, like I said, they're just not points viable compared to something like Shining Spears for the same idea that you're trying to you're trying to run. So you're talking over a thousand. Out. You're talking over a thousand points for a decent seer council. Yeah, yeah. I and I mean, you can still get, get your reapers, but but it's kind of not the same death style you used to have, where it just went, oh, I do this. You're now relying on your dice rolls. Yeah, and... it's not it's not invisible. You can get minus one to it. From shooting from a, uh, another water power, again you need to get that off on a seven. Um, we can see it all, or a six or a seven, which we'll go through in a bit. But you need all those powers to hit, and even then they're not like two plus three rollable save. It's just a three up and a five up, so it's not not that good. Yeah, so it's, a, it's not what it used to be at all. It's a, it but, does something different yeah, now. Yeah, but it's not out there. It's not like you know you look at it and laugh. It you could see someone pull it and use it for. Mid, you know, sort of mid-table tournament sort of setting. Uh, no, I, it's not, I, I, it's not I, trash, but you won't I'd see it win. Trash. I, I can't see it winning anything personally. No, no, you won't win a tournament, but I mean, like, in, you, you could. No, I mean, winning a game. I can't see it winning. I honestly don't. I, I, but me and you, me and you, maybe different opinion. But I look at it and I just like, uh, I've got a thousand points sunk into a unit here, which is essentially <laughs> tough as four with three wounds each. Yeah, marine uh, saves. Yeah. And like, conscripts are going to kill me. So, kind of. Shall we move on to individual warlocks? Because we've kind of covered the warlock skyrunners as well in there. Yeah, what warlocks individual are the same. Um, they're five points more than a, a warlock. Uh, they're five points more than a warlock conclave warlock. If that makes sense. Um, but you get you'll see you'll see you'll see these because they're just cheap ways of getting in. Uh, 35 points to get in those HQs and, and psychic powers. Again, they've got the nerf smite, um, but it doesn't matter. Oh, one thing we, we mean uh, uh, for me, I guess, was just the um, was the Wallet Conclave. Uh, just he take a unit two because um, of the the strategy you can use to double the range of the power. Um, so this you is can. Incredible. This is the yeah. So you take Jinx slash protect. You take Jinx on on them, um, and then you you cast it on a unit. Um, and then you double the range of the power with the stratagem, which makes the range thirty six. So you, you're going to be outside of um, outside of like denial range, and so you, like see so shooting Magnus or Matarius or something like that or Big Bane Blade, it just it absolutely nerfs it uh, completely by with the maximum save that it can't stop. But also what we didn't realise as well is actually how they, they know this Warlock Conclave knows two powers, 
Um, so you get you take Jinx in your what's it, and then you probably also take Quicken, um, mm-hmm. so Unicorn, uh, 36 range, using distracting it for Super Hawks, and then move them again um, after distracting to go get an objective that someone sat nine inches on, so you can sort of circle it. Uh, that's that's also a good good part about the Conclave. That's what makes them like an auto taking every list I've made. So good. It's very good. Right. So. But yeah, sorry, that's them. That's Warlocks and Skyrunners kind of covered as well, because a little bit more. Yeah, they, they're all the, they're all the, yeah, yeah they're all the same yeah. But the Conclave really good, really really good. Conclave yeah. awesome. Prince Uriel. So, Prince Uriel, yeah. I love that model. Yeah. Is he good? Love the models. Sucks in the game. He sucks. He's so uh, bad. Yeah. He's lost his like explosive thing that he had in the last edition, which would probably all right now because you can get him into the thick of it. Um, he just sucks. Like I, I don't even want to talk about him. That's what I'm saying. He is. Right, go to the Autark then, and then we'll look at why the Autark's just so much better. <laughs> so the Autark just in Leaf is the exact same stat line apart from one less wound. Yeah, um, but doesn't doesn't kill himself and is like does, 30, yeah. 40 points cheaper or whatever doesn't stab himself he doesn't lock in his uh, if you made him a warlord that uh, path of command not into, just, yeah Yandin. so uh, I mean he's you can take various different types of autarks but um, the spear of twilight is is, is okay but I, I wouldn't take your real fort because of that uh, I'd just take your bog standard autark kick him out however your armies because that's the good thing about the autark is you've got, you've got loads of different versions of what, how you can kick him out so you can sort of tailor him to how your Army's going to play. Yeah, I mean, yeah, most of us just took him off foot. Q and the index ability. Yeah, so yeah, so the the, the little flowchart of um, does the model you own basically have this war gear? Is it in the codex? No. Is it in the uh, index? Yes. Buy it from the index. Done. Um, that's quite nice of him to do that. I have just read Uriel as well. Why does he roll saving throws of a six on himself? Because he sucks. Like, because that that's, cause he sucks. He sucks. <laughs> Because he's yeah. doomed. That's his story. He's doomed to die. That's the idea. He's supposed to die. So, yeah, it's very fluffy and it's very thematic. Awesome. Good ruling. But in terms of actual gaming, like, it's like the Slanesh thing again. In terms of actually application in the game, it's like nil. So, it's if, a very if thematic it's, rule, but it's a terrible rule. It's if it was just like, you, you must reroll saving throws of a six for Prince Uriel in the fight phase. If you reroll and he fails, he does a little mini explosion. As his curse or something, that'd be cool. Uh, if he blew up when he died, that'd be cool. If his Eye of Wrath wasn't range three yes. and wasn't one use only, that'd be cool. <laughs> or like, his like, his, like final save, his final save, reroll saving throws of six, like on his last wound. It yeah. yeah. Like, not, not from the very beginning, it's just like, ugh. Oh, we may as well mention him. So, Yiriel has no, Eye of Wrath. We're done. Oh right, you do. We don't want to offer anything. Oh, he sucks. Anyway, all sucks. That rule good. decided. No. Yeah, isn't it depressing? It's depressing. So, so uh, yeah, the autarchs, they they all have different. They all, all arm differently depending on, on what you have them on. So the autark on foot's got a star glaive, which is which is all right. Double strength, AP three, D three damage, minus one when he hits. Uh, they all have a plasma grenade, I think, which is actually kind of cool because it's strength four, AP minus one. Uh, they all have four invulnerables. Uh, they all have the uh, that path of command ability, which is which is your which is your real one to hit bubble. Those four plus vulnerables don't forget, folks. You need to pay for them all, except for the Skyrunner one. Yes, yeah, the four shields you have to have to pay, have to pay for. for. Uh, 
yeah, six points. Don't forget it. Um, actually caused a lot of problems in in, in the first few tournaments that Eldar came out in because people didn't know because uh, it's not listed in his uh, work, uh, work, like weapon war gear, but it's in his little special rule section. Abilities, yeah, it's abilities. abilities. Yeah, it's it, ca- it can catch it catches you out because he's like one. It's him and something else has this has the access to it, and the points are in the back of the book. You just got to so you have to pay for it. It's, um, a bit silly to let put it out that way. It's safe um, to assume that everything like that is going to be that way, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just catching it. It's like people haven't caught the um, Hemlock Spirit Stones yet. Yeah, uh, well, I've, I've seen, I think I've seen everyone pay for those now, yeah. but I, that was the thing. Yeah, it's not in the FAQ, it. is what I'm saying. Oh uh, right, mm. not there yet. But yeah, the autox. I mean, you can you can kit out with like with, with the that new FAQ thing you can have your bench masks on them bench masks are, are really handy to have you know, I think do you know what you can you, do you, know you can have on them what's that reaper launchers yes that's it yes you can have your reaper launcher on your autark with, with the with the really cool strategy that we'll talk about yeah which one's that the, the, is it the warlord trait that picks out it's a warlord is it a courage trait, trait yeah. or something I can't remember what yeah it is. there's a warlord trait if you can actually get your autark once, once the uranes out the window once the scenario are gone um, yeah Eurotark's going to have that Warlord trait, which we'll go through in a bit, but he gets to basically snipe characters with his Reaper Launcher. With a Reaper Launcher? That's going to be hilarious. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Snipe out those little, little shitty psychers. That's going to be really cool. Uh, but yeah, that's that's Eurotark's. Next up is the Avatar of Kane. Now, he's cool, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, next unit. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard mixed reviews the- on the Avatar. Yeah, the Avatar, right, he's cool because he's got eight wounds and he's a character so he can hide. Um, you can, if he's your Warlord and things, and there's a strategy for him, he can, he, you know, you can add two to his movement with this, with the Warlord trait, so you move nine. Um, he can get back up again with a strategy, which is pretty handy. And if you're Simon and you abuse that strategy, he can get up, get back up twice. <laughs> um, he's got, uh, five plus ignore mortal wounds. Uh, and normal wounds thing for his molten body. Uh, all his, all Eldar units within 12 of him don't take morale tests, and he can re-all fail charge rolls. Uh, the ignoring morale is pretty cool, but I think a lot of Eldar stuff is kind of MSU-y. So unless you're taking your big guardian blobs, because um, you're MSU, bad time morale checks aren't affecting you anyway. Not, yeah, yeah, either the unit's dead, or you're not taking morale checks affecting you. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I mean, and he's got five up in Von and three up save. Uh, so defensively, he's got a fair bit. I mean, he's strength up to six, BS and web cell two, obviously. He's eight wounds, he's got five attacks, which isn't as many as I'd hoped. No, um, the, the only use I can see him for is a slightly defensive kind of guy. Yeah. In terms the, of defending your Reapers against yeah. like a slightly bigger, angry creature. So maybe you wouldn't be able to do anything against Big Bird, but he's gone now. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Um. <laughs> he's got he's got good combat weapons anyway. He's got a shoot attack which is range twelve. His wailing doom. It's assault one, strength eight, AP four, damage six, and you roll two dice uh, and discard the lowest three damage. Right. And then he's so in, damage D six, not just damage six. Damage yeah, D six. Yeah. Oh, yeah so it's just not reliable enough. And in, his melee is um, strength. He's strength eight in combat, AP four, D six damage, and again roll two dice and discard the lowest. I think so in combat he's good. Key question I have is how many points is he? Two fifty. It's two fifty. Yeah. That's. Well, ah, it's no. 
yeah, two fifty. That's no good. If he if he was two hundred or or less, then um, he's got a bit of viability to him. But uh, at two fifty, it's just too much. It seems good, but I think in an elder build, you just struggle to get that many points to free up. No, you Pretty can't. It's the same point as nine dark reapers. Yeah, if that's that's how we're going to compare everything is how many points compared to dark reapers. You know how you like all. look at how economy's doing in terms of the cost of a Freddo. <laughs> Basically, we look at the Elder Codex in terms of the cost of a Reaper. Uh, the Avatar has nine Dark Reapers. He's not worth nine Dark Reapers. So. He's not. Nine Dark Reapers have ripped through him. Yeah. Uh, next up is, is going to be the Phoenix Lords. So we've got uh, Azurman. Now, he's kind of cool in combat, especially. Um, watching some frontline stuff. Uh, Reese plays with him all the time and loves him. Um, I've seen him used quite a bit. Uh, I played him a couple of times. And he makes stuff really tough. Is it because he's um, uh, in combat with his mortal wounds shenanigans? Um, he just dishes out quite a lot of mortal wounds. His blade in combat's not... Stats-wise isn't that good, but it's the uh, suffering an extra D3 mortal wounds on a 6 with his 5 attacks and on 2s. Uh, he can just be kind of cheeky. It can be, but... Again, it's one of those, it's like, how often will that happen? Maybe once every fight phase? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's got five attacks. Wise, on yeah, they've all got the same sort of stat line, I think, haven't they? Uh, move seven, weapon skill, weapon skill two, strength up is four, six wounds, five attacks, leadership nine, not that matters, uh, and two plus save. They're all pretty much the same. Um, he's got uh, an Avenger Shuriken Catapult, which is range 18, assault two, strength four, damage one. It's the exact same as all the Avenger Shuriken Catapults. Uh, which is, you know, on a six, it does AP minus three. Which, when I first thought, when I first saw the capital uh, weapons, I thought that's just that's just rubbish. Oh, so but good. playing playing that's with so it, you roll the odd six, you're like, oh my god, AP three is really. AP three is horrific. Yeah, it's so, so good. good. I didn't I didn't, re- I didn't realize that until you start firing your wave serpents. At like, stuff. <laughs> thing is, the problem with the Die Avengers though, again, the problem with Die Avengers is like when you look at the Avengers Shuriken Catapult, uh, Guardians exist, so. And they're much, much cheaper. Is him so, bubbles nice to yeah. keep them all alive? He's Yeah, he's nice. If you take him with Guardians, though, it's okay. You don't need Dire Avengers. Because he has to be Aspect Warriors. That's the thing for his, his abilities. Oh, does it? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Start off with him. He's got a 4-up in Rumble. It's a 3-up in Combat. That's that's really cool. Um, when he fires Overwatch, it's on 5 or a 6, not just a 6. doesn't really matter. There's just one single card. He's only got a shit gun. Uh, but what makes him good with the Avengers is his, he has friendly Aspect Warrior units with 6, have a 5-up in vulnerable save. Dire Avengers have a 4-plus in vulnerable save. So that's kind of why you can sort of MSU, which is what I think that, uh, what his face does, uh, Reese does, take quite a few units of 5 Dire Avengers. Um, they do do quite a bit of DAC, and they're not that expensive. I think. They, they're, they're pretty, pretty, pretty expensive, expensive Dire Avengers. Oh, they're the 12 points each, which I'd rather take like Hawks or something. Yeah, um, when you look it, at it, when you Again, them. it's not terrible. Like, okay. No, they're okay. You'll see them every they're now and again. They're definitely a case of Elder Codex Syndrome. Yeah. They're definitely. Yeah, next, like, they're, uh, they're, not, they're not like the. Um, I don't know, like. Uh, Warlock. Well, not Warlock, but like the Avatar. You just, I don't think you'd ever really take him. Right. Well, Avengers. Like you say, you could actually compete. I think with Avengers, definitely. Yeah, but 60 points for five. Thing. Just like spam a load of units of five with him in the middle. Um, yeah. It's not like you're not investing so many points for it to be your yeah. waste of a battalion and stuff. Um, yeah, cause, yeah, it's really good cheap choice. They're, they're pretty decent. Yeah. So who's up next? After right, Baroff. 
Barrow. Barrow. Um, he's uh, probably not going to get seen because you may just have Sweeping Hawks instead. Yeah. Um, his rules are what we'll cover in Sweeping Hawks. He's got his Hawks Talon, which is the same as Sot 4, Strength 5, Damage 1, 24 inch range. Same as on the Super Hawks Arc. He's got Shining Blade, which is plus 1 Strength, AP minus 3, which is nice. D3 damage, and if a unit suffers any wounds from this weapon, your opponent must subtract one from hit rolls to the end of, end of the turn. Uh, not gonna, you can't really not plan that, anything around that. Not that great. No, uh, he's got his grenade pack, which the Super Hawks do, which uh, uh, we'll go through in a bit. And he adds one to Leash of Aspect Warriors in six. That's um, two, two, two to Sweeping Hawks, yeah. Two to Sweeping Hawks, but again. His, his, his grenade pack is pretty good. Uh, oh. It's different to his is on a four plus, isn't it? So, yeah, and it's up to three models. All right, so when he comes down, if he's in twelve of a unit, he gets to throw his grenade packet in, and he gets to roll up to the. Uh, it depends on the models in the unit you're throwing it at. Yeah. He gets to roll a dice up to three, um, and each four plus is a mortal wound. Um, yeah, it, it's it's okay, but you're gonna you're putting him in. He, uh, I don't know. You just, I just don't think, I just can't see a place for him. Well, it's it's one of those again. It's like he's a really good buff to Hawks, but if you work it out, like he's what 170? No, what's he? I think he's 175. Is he? I think he's yeah. Like how many squads of swooping Hawks can you take from 175? Nearly three. Yeah, exactly. So, so the 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 for the, the fact that he can make units of Hawks three by one, and he gives them plus two leadership, just you can take more. you can take 14 more swooping Hawks. Yeah. So I'll take fourteen more sweeping hawks. He's not he's not worth that many hawks. Yeah. Um I, I think they've missed a trick with them. They've made they've either made they've done one of two things. They've either made the Phoenix Lords too expensive or they've made the Hawks too cheap. Probably. I, th- I, I think probably the Hawks just went too cheap, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway next up we've got Fugan. Um Is he worth his points in Fire Dragons? Uh, no, um, no, no. None of them are really worth it. He, he's mate. just basically a fire dragon with his strength eight, AP four, D six damage pike thing. Um, he's got pretty much the same in combat, but it's oh no, he's just strength five in combat. Um, oh yeah, he's just he's got a base strength five rather than four, like the other super, like the other XR, uh, Phoenix Lords. Um, he's again gives real ones to hit for fire dragons. Um, he can real wound rolls and one in the shooting phase. Against monsters and vehicles, yeah. Uh, roll d6 when Fugan suffers a wound. He gets uh, on what wound on a five pick ignores it. That's okay. Um, and at the end of the one, fight, one shot. Hey? I'm just thinking, is one shot? Yeah, just one shot. That's the issue. Or taking unit, or taking like two units of fire dragons for his points or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, no. I, I think I don't think you won't get two units for his points. Get one. One. Uh, at the end of the first fight phase one well, shot only does d6 wounds as well so like you say you hit and then you roll one it's like oh great I did one wound yeah you'd rather take five of them to try and get more chances of rolling yeah. a one <laughs> it's, it's easy to hide and stuff for the kill but you've got ways with Eldar making those five fire dragon shoot where you want so yeah web way yeah he's just a little bit underwhelming if his gun was like three shots or something You'd have to consider it, but then maybe it'd be a bit. Yeah, yeah. Good. If he had more, if he had more shots with his fire pipe, it was like rapid fire, fire pipe. That's not so bad. Um, he's he's got a good thing in combat. Is at the end of the first fight phase in which he lost a wound, uh, his attacks and character, his attacks and strength characteristics are increased by two 
for the remainder of the game. So you could strength seven and six attacks. That's that's pretty neat. But again, um, competitive wise, just don't see don't see him being taken uh, over the other cheap stuff you can spam uh, and take more of. So, uh, next up is Jane Zar. She's okay. She's yeah, she is. Um, she's quite cheap, isn't she? I think she's one fifty. Yeah, the whole like no Overwatch is pretty useful. Banshee uh, mask, if, yeah. If, you, if you're going combat, if you're if that's what you're doing, so but now you can take uh, War Gear from the Index. I don't think she's needed as much anymore. No, he's taking Autark with that Banshee she's mask. She's taking Autark with a Banshee mask. So, so just interesting. So she she's 140 points by the way. Uh, actually, Barrow's 110 points, which actually uh, yeah, right. is, is one, he's one of the cheapest. Actually, he's the cheapest thing in the world. Sorry. Yeah. Um, is James Ark quick enough to be running around picking up characters or anything? No, no I think you, you may as well. If, you, if you're if you going to use it, you you may as well have like t- 10 Banshees come out of a webway charging with their Banshee Masks or something if your plan is to use the No Overwatch to tie things up um, sort of idea. Um She's she's good in combat, but you've got to get to combat, and you're not going to waste a webway just on her. Uh, she doesn't survive on her own, as the, most characters don't. Um, you'd rather just have ten ten Helen Banshees or something. She'll get four attacks. Lots of lots of very very thematic, very well written rules in terms of making a, her very characterful, but in terms of usefulness, mm, not very. Um, she moves eight, and she adds three inches to her charge, and she can charge units within fifteen. Just well, um, do damage. No, and also like they they can't be in a craft world, so um, you don't benefit from being able to do any of those shenanigans. Pass on her. Yeah, same with Karandras, which is next. Uh, he's a bit like Luster as well. Uh, he gets to set up and pop up nine inches away from people. At the start of the first turn, um, he gets to add one to hit rolls for attacks against using cover. And at the beginning of each fight phase, you can pick a single infantry unit within one of him and roll a dice for each roll. Five or six, the unit suffers a mortal wound. Uh, it's not that's not a big enough thing to make a difference in a game. Uh, but each time you hit, you roll a hit roll of a six plus to make a close contact with con- close combat attack with him, uh, or a friendly unit of striking scorpions with a six. You can immediately make another close combat attack with the same weapon, uh, but you can't generate more attacks through that afterwards. So that's okay. quite cool, as in just going hit, hit, hit. But um, to make what? the most use out of it, you want to buff them with extra to hit from the warlock. Why would they write that shadow strike rule? Which ones are that? Uh, they add one they add to one hit to it rolls. He hits on a two plus, and you always miss on a one. Because that plus one to to the hits will trigger things when he hits. It affects his uh, that. Well, it affects that rule I just said then that each time you make a hit roll of a 6 plus we'll make a close contact, a combat attack with him or you have scorpions in the 6 uh, I see, yeah. so it's actually a 5 plus if against unit cover yeah. <clears throat> he's only got 4 attacks though so it's not he's not um, he's slamming out dice uh, his scorpion's claw um, can shoot and is in close combat shooting wise it's range 12 assault 2 strength Basically 4 damage cap, 1 but... yes yeah, it is a shrug cap but it's got the same AP 3 on a 6 plus ability uh, in combat, it's double strength, AP minus three, and D3 damage. Uh, but it doesn't suffer any minus to hits. Not that matters. Um, so it's, it's just a power fist. Which is nice. So that's not bad. He seems pretty... Again, just not anything that jumps out. He's just pretty alright. 
Yeah, he's got he's got Scorpion Chainsword as well, which you'd never use over the core. It's just plus one strength, no AP damage one. Do you get is it like all the Marine and Chaos Chainsaws where you get extra attacks with it? Nope, no? nope, nothing. It's got no rules with it. So you just the, and as the core is at minus to hit, I don't see why you'd use the sword, the chainsword ever. He's 150 points of I don't do much. Yeah, he's got probably the most one of the abilities with that if you're using Scorpion units near him to get those extra attacks. Yeah. But again, you're not taking Dark Reapers then. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So next uh, Top has Dark Reapers. Reapers. <laughs> yeah, we've got Dark Reaper next to Mark and Ra. He actually kind of. He's worth it. He's actually the only Phoenix Lord for me that's actually any good. Yeah. Um, I I like I like Mark and Ra because um, if you don't want to go down the Autarch route, you can take Mark and Ra to babysit your Dark Reapers, and he yeah. gives them all reroll ones as well. The other good thing about Morgan Ra is if you have him in a Yunkan army, you get to shoot him like four times a turn, um, which is pretty good because he's got his little special rule where he can shoot twice in the shooting phase. Oh, so if you fire, if you go in the psychic phase, you make him, you soul burst him, he has to fire yeah. twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fires twice oh, again. So he <laughs> fires as if it's a shooting phase. But we, you know, unless we have a con, a conflict with Simon about, you know, whether the shooting phase is actually the shooting phase or not. Yeah. <laughs> After that uh, conversation about movement phases. Let's not go into that here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, he's he's really good. He's got he's got four shots. He's basically, um, I would say, Margam Ra is a very good kind of gene stealer killer. That kind of creature at that level. So four so, saves. Anything with like four plus saves, one wound, but they're quite expensive points wise, you know, like sort of 13, 14 points. Like, um, Sweeping Hawks, those kind of like elite, elitish units that only have one wound, but cost a lot of points. Um, he's really good at picking them off because he's got a strength six gun, minus one AP, damage one, assault four, but he hits on twos and reroll ones. So he's pretty much hitting four shots and probably wounding three. And he's doing that four times a turn if you're soul bursting him. Mm. So he's, he's killing like a good sort of uh, 10, 11, 12 models. I remember I used him at the ETC uh, before all the rules changes and he was so good at killing gene stealers. I, I mean, I, I wiped out I think two and a half gene stealer units with him in one game. That's pretty tasty. Yeah, he was very good at that. And, like I say, he gives you the buffs to the um, Reapers, so... There's a bonus there. So we found one Phoenix Lord. So yeah, he's probably one of the best Phoenix Lords. Uh, probably is yeah. the best to take in the current sort of game climate. Yeah, he is very good. Is he reasonable? Well, uh, he's, again, he, Autark, he's reasonable. He's 140. Um, Autarchs are better because you can take an Autark with a Reaper launcher these days. Um, cheaper. Cheaper. But he's still good. He, he's still something that you could take and not be laughed at for taking him sort of thing. Whereas yeah. I think the ones should be like, why are you bothering? <laughs> so then what's the point? <laughs> Whereas nice. him, you can, yeah, sure, why not? He's okay, he'll do. Next up is a pretty interesting guy, it's the Lick Knight Spear. He's the cheapest chip, he's only 80 points. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's hit or miss though, he can be brilliant or terrible. Yeah, he, he's got one shot with his gun, right? But his gun's really good, but it's only one shot, that's the problem. It's range 48, one shot, strength 4, AP 3, damage 3. Uh, you can target characters because it's a sniper. Always wounds on two plus, um, and it inflicts a mortal wound in addition to any other damage. So, um, 
you can do like four damage uh, to people, but it's only one shot. It's yeah. just uh, disappointing. He, he's okay. He's good at picking off those, like kind of like uh, commissars or primary psychers or I don't well, know. Apparently, apparently necrons because he's got this rule where he reels hits and wounds over one against necrons. I was just reading yeah. that, thinking, what's, he, like, what's the beef? Bringer of yeah. true death is is the thing, but what was the beef with necrons there, lad? It's the ancient enemy. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, your opponent must subtract one from hit rolls, ranged weapons that target him. In addition, add two to his saving throws for being in cover instead of one. So he's just got his little ranger profile. Um, yeah. and, he, and he is a, a, late, a late talk. A late talk. He is a late talk. He's got that extra minus one anyway, so if he's sat at the back of the board, which he should, he's minus two to hit, and he's got a, a three up saving cover. Uh, and he sets up uh, after everyone else before the first game, nine inches away, that usual. Lava. Um, was it cool, but you used to be able to go as close as you wanted, and it's now just nine inches away. Uh, I don't know, but you wouldn't want to close anyway. Yeah, <laughs> he's got nothing. Nothing. He's got a power sword in combat actually, with his four attacks at strength three, AP four, AP yeah. three. He's sitting at the back. <laughs> yeah. Next spirit is so many HQs. So many HQs. Um, spirit spheres. I don't get them. Really? Yeah, I don't understand them. Wow, that's so good. Re- are they? They're like 70 points, man. They're 45 points. Are they? Yeah. Oh, they're, I think they're, 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 is, yeah, they're the access, access to cheap smites, and also yeah, they so. know the Warlock powers. So when you have your Warlock Conclave of two models, and you think if you've got the extra points, an extra 10 points over a basic Warlock, you may as well take these because... Um, you get you get the, the good smite. So if you're spamming smites, which is a list we can go through at the end, um, the, the spirit says they want to take uh, just a, basically a warlock, but with four wounds, and uh, uh, you get to real hit rolls of a one for friendly spirit host units within six. So you go in Ugandan uh, with your three wraith knight army, then uh, you're going to take these. But apart from that, yeah, he gets he gets the normal normal range smite for extra ten points. It's kind of worth it, I think. I've a lot seen of these in Wave Serpents with Squads of Wraith Guard a few times. Just yeah, you, ha- you have to. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, they're, they're okay. Sorry, yeah, I was mixing them up with Bone Singers. Those are the ones I don't get the point then. But, no, Bone Singers are okay. Uh, may as well mention them when we get to the elites. But, uh, okay. So, it's onto troops now. Guardian Defenders and Storm Guardians. Uh, so, you got your combat ones and your shooty ones. Um, Guardian cheap- Defenders are great. I've seen these and played against them and they're terrifying they're yeah. really good it's, if you it's take, the, ma- the mass shuriken yeah if you take like a big unit of 20 of these guys with like two heavy weapon platforms with shuriken cannons on with a farseer and I don't know like a, an autark in a webway like oh my god it's filthy <laughs> this yeah. is ridiculous you, you can use them as like a big screen as well and yeah. you can buff them up like a four of invulnerable I played 40 Dropping into my face, and I was like, and just they take things off. You roll enough dice, you're going to get those sixes. And like we said before, yeah. that AP3 yeah. it ruins you. Yeah, it's so good. It's yeah, bigger than bigger than you think. I played against hey. a guy called Gavin at X, <laughs> um, and he he ran twenty, and they popped out, and I was terrified of them. I was like, this is a really good idea. So no, it was very very clever, um, and yeah, they're they're pretty damn good. Yeah, because they're not target priority number one either. And even no. 20 is kind of like, oh man, I want to shoot like those Reapers or something, or the Hawks. 
but you've got 20 guardians sat in the face that are like shooting little bits of paper at you but every now and again you get a really deep paper cut with the <laughs> with you know with the minus three and it's like ah they're actually really irritating and then you shoot them and they go oh four of them one haha <laughs> They're only eight points apart, so you can take yeah. twenty for one hundred and sixty points. Yeah, I mean, which and is then like heavy weapon platforms of five plus a shuriken cannon. So what's that? Which is ten. So, very so reasonable, aren't they? Thirty. Yeah, I mean, they're not cheap like cultists. Ninety points plus a farseer plus an attack, two hundred ninety. Which you're going to take anyway. You're not you're not taking those characters especially. So yeah, that's three hundred eighty points yeah. if you want to web by that unit in, and it will just remove things. It really will. Even a couple of units just running round, your opponent can't really ignore because that's twenty bodies for objective. Uh, they're kind of easy. To, well, I suppose they're easy to kill to a point because you can make them survivable for one turn if you take them with way powers. But um, if somebody's shooting your hundred eighty point guardian unit and your hundred eighty point reapers or hawks or whatever, I sat at the back. You're like, oh cool, that's fine. He- like you said, yes, but why don't priority. you? Yes, but then why don't you have three hundred and sixty points for Reapers instead? Yeah, Cause, cause you've got to something to push for. They're a good unit to have a, a, a troop that's like it's, <laughs> it's your access to bodies for Eldar, access yeah. to a few bodies in a unit, which can kind of just be pushed forward where you're not really caring a damn if you lose them too much. Uh, they're not that important for you, but they're just getting in the way, uh, and they can be defensive just to be extra irritating. So they're not something you probably won't ever see. Um, like Gaz uh, fought it, didn't you, on I table would, five I would, them, I would see them more in webways more than on yeah. like yeah. push forwards. I would, I would see them in a webway. The Storm Guardians, I don't think you'll ever see because no, Storm um, Guardians are rubbish. The, the combat is terrible. They've got they've got real hit rolls, um, or you can make one additional attack if you take the chainsword. Um, with and they got pistols and like a couple of fusion guns. It's just um, I don't really think they're worth talking about. Uh, Dire Avengers, though, they're kind of worth talking about. Brushed on before. Yeah, talking about them with as as Yeah, I mean you can take the sixty points for unit five, and they've got a range yeah. eighteen Avenger catapult, and they can move seven and run and shoot. So, um, you know you can get kind of irritating with like a bit of MSU of those if you're taking if you want to take say um, a brigade because a brigade's quite viable with Eldar. Um, yeah. Not having not just six units of rangers, but having some dive rangers instead. Um, yeah. And that's quite cool. Uh, they're pretty they're pretty annoying. Again, not target priority number one, but irritating enough with those spamming catapults. Especially with, uh, with, with like a German nearby, yeah, they're quite cool. But that's pretty much all for them. The Exarch has a four pin one. Um, <coughs> it's yeah, uh, and also if you have a shimmer shield on your Exarch, which you don't think you probably will take, but they get a five pin one uh, for the unit, which is okay. Oh, and they get to Overwatch. They Overwatch in a five or a six instead of just a six. But that can be scarier than you think because I played the other guys Jones who was using 40 of these guys mm. and they just weren't dying because they had a 4 pinball and you start charging them going like cool here's a shitload of shots yeah and then those 5s and 6s and if you charge them with yeah. semi-elite units like I think I had a unit of marines or something you lose 2 or 3 in the charge you're like oh shit then you know you don't kill them in combat because they've got four up save. Yeah, they just leave combat afterwards and then shoot you the rest of the army. Yeah. So. Mm. Nice next shield. up is next up is the unit you probably do see. These mo- these are my favourite troop choice. These are so yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, right. Rangers. So these guys are what sixty points for five. Yeah. And 
they've all got a range of long rifle, um, so 36 inch range sniper rifle on a wound run of a six, and they do a mortal wound as in addition to their actual wound that they did. Um, on top of that, they've got chameleon cloaks, so they're at minus one to hit from range weapons, and they get plus two to their cover saves, and they get to impair on hidden, so they uh, they set up after deployment. Nine after inches seas, away. After seas as well. After seas as well, yeah. And yeah. damn, they're good. Because you make them a light off, obviously. So anything over 12 inches away, they minus two to hit, and they've got like a... a three up a, save. Three up save in cover. Yeah. Uh, they're, the go, they're the go-to troop for sure. So good. And they pump out damage. They really do. And how like, many points are these guys again? 65. The amount of special rules they have. Yeah, it's bargain bucket, isn't it? Absolutely bargain. Absolute bargain. Like I was, uh, I was finding them when I was using them. They're fantastic for that. You know, when you've got that character who's got one wound, and you're like, "Do I try and shoot reapers?" Oh no, I'll just use a unit of rangers. And you roll a six, he's dead. Right, cool. Move on. Next one. Yeah. Um, he was he was picking off tower battle suits. He was picking off um, what were they picking off? Uh, I think I think they did the last wound to Motarian, um, just to make sure he's dead. You know, it's it's like it's just when you've got fifteen of them, you're doing two to three mortal wounds a turn. So, for 180 points of troops that are just sat there being annoying, and they they claim forward objectives. They're really good for relic. Yeah, those objectives. That... <laughs> oh, oh, little dig there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right. What you were saying then, guys, is like two to three mortal wounds. You think, oh, that's not great. But when you consider that's two to three mortal wounds, picking out characters and then yeah. causing five yeah. or six they're saves not, not as well. Chaff. They're not to chaff, they're to important people that you think you don't want to die. So it's good. And like you say, they're, they're, doing, they're actually doing wounds as well. They're not just doing just mortal wounds, they're doing normal wounds too. So, and, and they can just sit on that forward objective if you really want them to for a turn. Um, and they can block people coming off and deep striking and things like that. They're, yeah, yeah, they're really good. They're really good for after deployment, so you can see where your opponent's done if you decided to deep strike or not. And you can think, oh, you've decided to deep strike. Well, then I'll cut block you with fifteen rangers, so you can't deep strike my dark reapers. Cheers. Yeah, they they have that um, like because like the list that me and me and Gas were using eggs uh, at the tournament the other week. Um, you kind of had this little block of three serpents with all your stuff in it, all your reapers in it, in the middle or whatever, and then you got, you didn't really want to spread away from that little castle of buffs and stuff, so you had these rangers just at either side on objectives, um, yeah. just covering them because no no one was really shooting them because of how annoying they had to shoot. Um, yeah, and they were shooting and they were shooting your reapers instead, so the yeah. rangers are just like, and then they're there at the end of the game, like, cheers, we got this objective, no worries. Yeah, so it left <laughs> your hawks as well to be able to deep strike down and get the objectives in the you know the enemy backfield and stuff uh, you could then just leave afterwards and stuff so um, yeah they're just they're really good really good especially for a troop it's just unbelievable my favourite uh, troop so yeah. good and well, finally next. my ranger models I haven't used them in ages <laughs> love the ranger models they're so good next we've got howling banshees so onto elites Ooh, they're rubbish yeah they're okay for the Banshee Masks. If you were weighing in like 10, they're 13 points each. They're so not too expensive, but they just... Um, they die. Hit, they hit, hit, like a, hit a bit of a paper bag. Their strength hit 3, level. AP 2, um, or AP like 3 with a power sword. Exactly. 
Yeah, I mean the the mirror sword is AP two damage one, but you have to re hit rolls in the fight phase. Power swords, they don't want to attack. Power swords AP three though, damage one. The executioner on the Exarchs, just strength plus one, strength four, AP three, damage D three, and then they've all got shotgun pistols. They, they, yeah, they they got plus three to the charge, which is okay. Um, and you, your opponent must attract one from hit rolls in the fight phase against them. Um, Didn't we see these guys doing pretty well at the ETC in a couple of builds? I think if you could take them just to just to get just to be annoying, but just, I just can't. I don't think they're terrible, but people having success and doing things with banshees. If if you depends what you're playing against, but the banshee mask can be pretty cool because most people are using shooting stuff at the moment. So the banshee mask can be cool if you just go around with charge your entire army and just tie it all up for a turn. You don't kill Uh, anything. They just don't kill anything. You don't need that sometimes though. So I found just shutting down someone's firepower, like you charge a razorback wall and go, yeah, okay. Not yeah. firing for a turn. Well, that, that's huge. Raise that one, not firing for a turn. Wow, yeah. Fifth of the game, okay. Yeah, there's only there's only five, six, seven turns. One turn out of that's quite big. Okay, but it's had to invest 130 points. Even so, plus, I'd rather just shoot them with plus, that reaping. Yeah, got 130 points plus stratagems to deliver them. They might still fire, fail their charge range, and then mm-hmm. they just they just die. They're just you're asking a lot. You've got a lot of dice rolls there to get off. For 10 paper uh, bags, yeah. For 10 paper bags. They're just... I don't get it. I don't understand why people are losing to these. But that, anyway, I next might, up I is... Uh, next up, Striking Scorpions. Uh, these are no. never seen. Yeah, you yeah. never will. They're just not... not the, if you're going to take something like that, you may as well take Halo Banshees. Yeah, Banshees are so. better than Scorpions, I'll give you that. Yeah. I think Scorpions over them. have the same issue they've had last book as well. They're they're, good they have an okay unit, save, but, but they don't not, do anything. They're not as good as the rest of the Eldar book. They're better than yeah, they the don't, other they books, don't, but... They don't excel at anything like any of the other um, Aspect Warriors do, so they don't excel at shooting, they don't excel at combat, and they have a decent save, but... So, like, Fire Dragons and Dark Reapers, so... I, I don't know, I can't see why you take those. They're, uh, they're too, yeah, they're too mediocre. When you compare, like, other armies, like, like you think of other armies really good combat units, like Corn Berserkers. Yes, Corn Berserkers are more expensive, but that's but they're brutal. Whereas striking scorpions are not expensive, but they don't do anything. No, I think even with their extra attack thing, I think they're still missing a basic like attack. Like yeah. uh, they should have like three attacks maybe, yeah. and then that then that ability where they get an extra attack. Such a yeah. weight of attacks. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, I mean maybe if their chain swords were like plus one strength like they are, but maybe AP one or something, or damage just just AP zero but damage two, you know something extra. But no, they're just too aggressively mediocre. Uh, but Fire Dragons are okay. Uh, they're up next. Um, yeah, they're pretty good. I like Fire Dragons. Are they elite still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire Dragons are always elite, yeah. Um, they've got um, their fusion guns, which is basic 12-inch range, one-shot, strength 8, AP 4, D6 damage. And if you're in half range, roll 2D6, put the highest three damage. Um, so, just against vehicles, that's against everything. Um, they're okay. What, what's good against them is, is yeah, that they can kill any of the big the guys. And they can be used, you can actually use them quite defensively as well. Um, again, if you've got like a, a Dark Reaper castle, um, if you just have like a unit of fire, fire dragons sat inside a wave serpent or something, I don't know, with your Reaper castle out firing and then big guy comes rushing over like a Wraith Knight or a Mortarian-esque thing, 
Probably not already else. died to your Dark Reapers. What? No, but like if like like Big Bird, if Big Bird gets through, because it's hard to kill Big Bird, especially if he gets like Boon off. Yeah, having some access to D6 damage uh, is kind of handy. The, yeah, if you get D6 damage, oh, ouch. Especially with the minus 4 AP. Yeah. They're, they're pretty tasty. They're nice. Um, like, what else would they be good at? Like, big, big powerful it's, tanks. They're not expensive like, uh, either, which is, which is nice. Brushes and stuff like that. I mean, you could web weigh in, like, 10 of them. Um, yeah. You know, tanks can split fire, so. Yeah, because uh, split fire, you can, you can pop in and probably kill two or three tanks. Pop in two, yeah. two or three when the gaps open up. And then... <clears throat> that's, yeah. that's it, yeah, when gaps are opened up. Because uh, they've got a three plus save, so they don't just they don't fall over that easy. Yeah. Um, the Axarch can have like the Dragon's Breath thing, which is the Flamer. It's range eight, so you can't use it when you web way in. But it's assault D six, strength five, AP one. Uh, it's only damage one, but um, it's still you know Flamers are pretty cool. Um, it's five pikes pointless because it's just an extra six inch range than the fusion gun. You're probably going to be in fusion gun range because. Right. These guys move. Oh, I'm sorry. They move seven plus. You get your D6 free movement for your air. Being Eldar, yeah, you battle focus. <laughs> so they're pretty quick. Could you imagine thirty fire dragons webwaying in on you? Twenty, I mean. No, because you can we can webway in three units, right? Two. Is it two? One, one for one CP, two for three CP. Oh right, so two. If you if you like webway in twenty. Fire dragons. That's pretty scary. Yeah. Are they reasonably? But it, depending on your, depending on the meta. Um, I mean, we the meta's just about to drastically change. So, um, yeah. which which it, it'll change. It's going to change because of reapers, and um, it's just going to it's going to be what do people do to adapt to the reaper meta in quotation marks, which is twenty four points for a fire dragon. That's kind of expensive, actually. Two hundred forty points for ten. Mm. It is expensive, but they do do. A, I think. I think the either the way to go is is like I would keep five at home, in like in a, a serpent or inside no. your oblit, what they called the plasma obliterators, or something like that. I'd keep them at home as a deterrent. Yeah, um, I can tell you what they're good actually. I, in in comp uh, tournaments where I think Eldar excel where you're limited to how many units you can take of certain things. Um, you can't spam Dark Reapers for the comp, so having some Fire Dragons in there is good. In the old Index uh, uh, tournament, we did that Trios tournament for Warlords. I had three units of these, because uh, and three Star Reapers and three units of Nord. But um, I left these three, these three units in like the Serpents after the Dark Reapers got out, and they got to go off and do, 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 do their damage. Um, so in a comp, in a comp system... Yeah, in a comp in a comp tournament um, where you're limited, definitely take some of those. Definitely. What's next? We've got wraith blades and wraith guard. <laughs> wraith blades, no. Wraith guard, wraith maybe. Guard, yes. Wraith guard, yeah. yes. Wraith guard, I would I like. say. So the best thing about wraith guard now is they're three wounds each. And uh, um, toughness. No, they're still toughness six. Were which... they five in the index? No, they were no. tougher six. They were six since like right. six. Uh, they're, no, they've been tougher six since forever. <laughs> since right, well, always. Yeah. Uh, the wounds just keep going up. But uh, these guys are cool, uh, especially if you're doing a themed army. 
Um, these in Wave Serpents or in the Webway are all right. Uh, they survive, man. Oh the, my the, god. <clears throat> the toughest thing, toughest six used to be huge. Now it's interesting because it's like everything's either going to be threes or fives, where rather than like hurting your sixes with, with like little little guns. I think it's going to be nicer when you see more little tyranny things and little guardsmen and stuff like that. Little strength three stuff is going to work. It's going to make a difference. Yeah. But um. I don't know if then you'd see more deed sides for just the, but the, see the deed sides only as assault three d three rather than as d six like flamer. So you're probably going to take yeah, but the damage. damage. The, the, the d sides are really it, good. Don't I, know, I, I think I take the d cannon because the I don't know. It depends what the rest of the build of your army's like, but the raid cannon's only is is only one shot with d six damage. It also depends so, like what you say the meta is. Strength ten eight AP four. Um, the D sight, the D sight is assault D three, strength ten AP four, but only one damage. So because um, you're only going to get max three shots, um, which I suppose is good still. But um, I think if you're going to take them, you might have one of each, one unit D sight, one unit rake cannons. Means you struggle to charge them as well. Well, in combat they're actually okay because their fists are like yeah. they're strength five, AP one, D three damage with their fists. Yeah. It's like, drop yeah. that shitty weapon, let's kick shit out of people in combat. <laughs> Beasts. Uh, special rules-wise, they're fearless. Uh, they can't they can't fall back, though. Uh, oh, actually, not fearless, but this unit cannot fall back and shoot in the turn. It does so. So you can't use that stratagem to help them out. That's, how, that's nice to know. Uh, yeah, Rafe, uh, I'm just double-checking. They were plus five in the index. Were they? Really? Yeah. They were tough for six in the old codex, the actual seventh edition one. Yeah, I, I was pretty sure that, yeah, just check, they were five and they went up to six and I'm pretty sure the Wraith Lords, when we get to them, actually went up a toughness in this book as well. They're tough as eight now, which is which is actually quite they, good. They I've were seven. Try. Yeah. So really? All the Wraith uh, stuff got a bit tougher, apart from the Wraith. Alright, right, tough well, as eight. So it got, got weaker in the index and then got went back again. Yeah. Tough as eight's actually really big in this game. Yeah, it's huge. So that's it for uh, for elite stuff. Uh, next up, we've got fast attack. So we've got uh, oh, actually, last thing in the elites is the bone singer, which is uh, like a, a, a FAQ derived sort of extra data sheet thing. Yeah, right. Kind of a, here you go. We're bringing this model back out. Oh, here's yeah. yeah. He, now he, yeah. he's he's cool if you're going to build a list which is literally twenty two psychers. Um, but he's 70 points and he doesn't do anything apart from smite. He doesn't have any of the psychic powers. He only has smite. Um, he gives a wound back to a wraith construct. He turn. gives a, a whole wound. wound. Yeah, yeah. Whole he's beast for that. Yes. Um, <laughs> but that's all. That, that's all he has is, is smite and and then giving a wound back to your wraith oh, construct. 70 points. And he's 70 points. If right, if he's he's there because you're gonna. He's an elite psycho, which is a character which is big. So if you're going to go down that smite spell army, he's really good. But um, if he was, say, like what he should be compared to the rest of the codex, which is he should be like 45 points, 50 points, and then in that smite spell army, that'd be amazing. I think it's I would, nice. I would put him at like 40 points. Yeah, it's nice they've made the rules for the, to do it. Here you go, here's the model, and here's some rules so you can use it. There, there you go. It's just a nice bonus, I think, rather than it actually being anything. Yeah, I don't think the people who wrote the rules for him wrote the rules for the rest of the stuff. Um, no. Just, just by that, 
after looking at the points value, I don't think they thought that one through. Or they thought that one through, not the rest of it, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit, what have we done right? We'll fix this guy at least. <laughs> anyway, uh, Fast Attack Windriders. So these guys went to Fast Attack uh, in the Index and Codex from Troops in the 7th edition. Um, don't know how I feel about that. I know Rangers are really nice. I don't know if I'd take the Windriders instead, probably would. You'd probably take a couple of units of each, I reckon. But... Scatter lasers. Um... They're gone. They're dead. Shuriken yeah. Cannons are king. I mean, Scatter lasers are still heavy four, they're strength six. Well, the, the Shuriken Cannon is assault three, strength six, but it's got that AP shenanigans on a six, which, as we've all said loads of times now, is actually really good. And it's well, really cheap. stupid putting a heavy weapon on a Windrider. Like, and the fact, yeah, the fact the scat laser is heavy. It's like, you, yeah. you're joking. I mean, these guys, like, they can move 16 plus uh, 6 plus D6 and yeah. still fire their Shuriken cannon, so your range is never going to be a problem. Yeah. I don't know why. So, yeah, Shuriken cannons are just way, way, way better because, like you say, you've got such a massive movement range. You've got a minimum of 23 inches, plus you t- so you've got a 47 inch threat range with those shuriken cannons. I think it would be. Sick. Sorry, they don't add. They don't, add, they don't get six plus D six. It's just a flat six. Sorry. Oh, right, so they forty six inch threat range. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, man, if they had it at the back of the board uh, on there, yeah, they can get in. They're one of those because they've got fly. They can jump over stuff as well. But fly them over with the that speed. I'm gonna shoot your character in the face now. But. But, 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 they are a lot of points. So they're yeah. not viable. They didn't make them cheap, did they? How many points? No, are? they're 18 points base. Plus. 10 for the Shuriken Cannon. 10 for the Shuriken Cannon. Yeah, pass. I'd rather take that reaper. They've got a little bit of a hangover from last edition built in, potentially. Yeah, I, yeah. I think we went, oh, everyone was spamming those. They need to be up to points. Yeah. But then they the games were actually sold enough boxes and win riders. They don't need to make the money back on them anymore. Let's yeah. make sure that we don't make the same mistake. Let's overcompensate yeah. potentially. Let's just make Reapers good. Yeah, Reapers. <laughs> um, so, Vipers. Vipers. Mm, used to see sure. one of these last edition in some lists, but. Yeah, because you needed to. You yeah. had to have the one fast attack slot. Um, double Shuriken Cannon Vipers are okay. Um, again, they're, they're quite some. Because they've got a lot of. They've got six wounds. Um, toughness Tough five. five. So they can. They can pump out some shots before they die, but um, you're talking what? How many points for a viper? A few too many. If it's anything more than five, I'm just not interested. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Even three dark reapers. Yeah, uh, I, they're, they're not worth it. they're not worth a fast attack slot when you can take. 50, they're 60, 70 points for double shark and cannon. Yeah, they're not 70 worth it. points. Nah, yeah, they're not. No. You'd, not. You'd, I'd, you'd rather take what the next unit is, which is Swooping Hawks. Yeah, uh, that's these. the next best unit in the game. This is the second best unit in the Codex, yeah, by far. Oh, sorry, um, yeah, the Codex, not the game. My bad. But uh, probably the game. Uh, <laughs> probably, yeah, actually. I think you could take these in any army you would. The Codex Crap Lord Elliot's I think they... Yeah, I think someone mis- mistyped when they did the points. So these guys are 13 points each. Their gun got better from the index, so it's now they now have a 24-inch range, assault four, strength three. And the strength, okay, is not the best, but it's the fact that you can pump out 1,010 shots from like just a unit of five. I think it's the fact so that the they get to stay at range. Fire. 
didn't they? These were rapid fire, yeah. These were rapid fire too. Um, so they had to, you had to be close. You had to be within twelve to get loads of shots. Um, but if you're within twelve, you're um, close to danger. Now you can be at twenty-four inch range. You can be alley attack, so you have got your minus one to hit them. So they just they, they can just be really annoying. Yes, yeah, sitting cover. Uh, they all have a four plus save, but if you're in your cover, you've got your three up, which is good. Nice. Um, or what's even better is if you make them Yanari and you do what I was doing with them is you, you you basically you bomb down and you've got the chaff units and you just wipe chaff units out and then turn around and wipe other chaff units out with your yeah. bursting. Yeah, I mean you're going to see like three units of these in every list minimum, if not more, three units of five. They're apart from the fact that they they've got loads of little little shitty shots. Um, their biggest thing is the fact that they've got um, they can deep strike in and they can sky leap. So you can deep strike them in turn one, kill some chaff, claim your objectives that you can't get to because you're Dark Reaper Castle. Um, you can clear the way with the Dark Reapers for them to get to stuff, to get to objectives. So they can, they're going to get you a Maelstrom. I mean, I think it, they got me all like all the Maelstrom I needed for capping objectives these guys got. If the Rangers weren't already on an objective, they were just so handy. Um, but yeah, you deep strike down turn one, turn two, you sky leap if you're not needed to be on the board. And then you come down turn three and get another objective somewhere. Go up turn four, and then for your end game turn five, um, deep strike it line on, breaker. on objectives. objectives plus line break. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you just keep. Nothing. They have a rule, so if they're in reserve after turn three, they're not dead they don't if they sky leap. Yeah. Yes. This is yeah. a nice touch, rather than just. Rather than getting rules as written, like rod. Uh, they also have the Sky, uh, the Superhawk Grenade Pack, which is, as we said, with the Baroth before. You get, within, if you are within 12, you get to roll um, as many dice up to the amount you've got on your unit against your unit um, within 12. Yeah. It's quite hard to explain this one. Dip, um, so if you've got... Yeah, how many models are in the unit as well? Yeah, so, so you roll dice. How many in the enemy unit capped at a maximum of the number of models you have? How many are in... That's it, yeah. yeah. That's it. Um, and on a 6, you take a model wound. It's kind of handy for the last turn. Um, unless you've got so much pressure early game for you to be able to get that close to people, but the last turn just throwing some grenade packs in against it's just those to... it's just that extra bit of damage that they are doing for thirteen points. Yeah, it's just silly. They just so that, that for sixty-five points of five of these, which will win you the maelstrom. It's yeah. just oh, so good. Um, they are. I mean, you can you can make a list with like ninety of these in. Like just yeah. literally spam the well, if you, take, if you take these guys with um, an all type with swooping hawk wings as well, if you wanted to go down the hawk list route, to get the real ones, to get real yeah. ones, oh, oh, oh. Oh. yeah, um, so good. Yeah, that's viable as well. I think you could you could you can make an, an army of these be viable because so good. many units for so cheap, throwing grenade packs out and then loads of strength three shots. You can take the hawk's talon on that exarch as well. So rather than it's the same gun, but it's strength five rather than strength three, just for some extra wounding ability. Um, if AP it's five, po- it's five points. Hey, okay. does it have any AP as well? No, no, it's the same gun, but it's strength five. But it's only five points extra. Um, so if you've got the spare points, which I did in one list I wrote, and I thought, oh, that's not bad. Um, you go for the extra. Most average things on five to five, threes, which is nice. Threes, yeah. Yeah, especially when you've got loads of them. That's when it's interesting. But yeah, those things. The other thing as well is they add one to the leadership value of your Eldar stuff within three inches of the Exarch. Um, it has saved me one or two times because they're leadership eight and you lose two models. 
Uh, you lose like three models and you're all six. Um, having that extra one leadership is quite handy. And mm. it's worth noting as well, all of the exarchs, unless I'm mistaken, have two wounds. Yes, yeah. so you take your... Though, funny enough, um, only ever handy when you're not getting shot at and you use it from a different unit of exarchs, uh, Hawks, but um, I think nine times out of ten, I was just going, okay, if I got shot by one one uh, damage thing, you just take on the exarch straight away. It's like having yeah. an extra body in there for it. It's actually um, it's really handy, that. Yeah, it is, yeah. We, I do it with the Dark Reapers and then regret doing it because the Tempest launch is so good. <laughs> yeah, Tempest. Oh, wait, you don't know what Tempest launches are, though, Andy. Uh, I half do. <laughs> yeah, idiot. So Andy and me took the same list and then he removed half of the Tempest launches. Well, we had, eight, we had eight units of Reapers, okay? So there wasn't, like, just a couple of Tempest. We had eight units. There were seven I, Tempest launches and you took three. I took four. I went four. Four. Four, four Eldar missiles. That's and massive. Then, for Tempest, it was yeah, it was massive against the game in the game I lost as well. Yeah, silly uh, Andy. Uh, what spiders are next anyway? Uh, don't think Ooh, you'll really see these over hawks. I think everybody's seen enough well, of these already. Yeah. Isn't there a really like silly, silly rule you can do with warp spiders, like making them really impossible to hit? Minus three to hit. It's yeah. minus two is easy enough with it. Like, I think actually you can make them minus. Uh, you go conceal, alley attack, and plus flicker jump. So it's minus three, um, and then you can do that warp, that uh, stratagem to make it minus four. You know, lightning reflexes. Yeah. But um, if you just like, so uh, there was a there was a thing. I think I can't remember who came up with it, but it was some kind of like really daft idea. Phoenix ten, Lords and these. Ten warp spiders surrounding a court of the young king. That was me. That was me. It was that was the only time I thought you'd ever see avatars. So it was the avatar. <laughs> All the Phoenix Lords, the Farseer, Illic Knight Spear, Uriel. It was just Eldrad. It was just and then a token Farseer. Or, no, token Autarchus under the real one. Yeah. It, it, was a, it was a silly list. And then it was you know, 10 Warp Spiders in the front just to, just to go, don't shoot the characters. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was terrible, but I thought it was, you know, fluffy. Did you Funny. use it? No, I just, just wrote it for lols. <laughs> it I think that would be fun to run, though, because you couldn't... I wonder how hard it would actually be to get through to the Warp Spiders. Well, you'd, 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 you'd get to your first game, and you'd go, Hi, my name's Andy, what's your name? And you'd be like, oh, my name's John Snow. And you'd like, oh, what you got to say with John Snow? Like, oh, I've got loads of Reapers. And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, what, what, what have you got, Andy? And go, oh, I've got this Warp Spider Phoenix Lord thing. Like, oh, what's that army do then? You're like, well, against you? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <Dies>. <laughs> Get James right. R to charge all eight Reaper units from the west. Right? <laughs> Get some yeah. in there. <laughs> that's when you need your Banshees. That's me. That's what you need. No, honestly, I got charged by ten Howling Banshees. My whole Reaper castle and my Reapers and Rangers killed the Banshees in combat. <laughs> yeah, figures. Like, I have as many attacks as you, pretty much. So, oh, you're dead. Nice. Should we talk about water spiders at all? Um, yeah, no. People know what they do, just in case. So they have a three-up save still, yeah. which is which the thing is that they're not that easy to kill. We've got a twelve-inch gun that's assault two, strength six, and on a six it's AP four. So not AP three like shurikens, it's it AP four. No. Because no. I thought if it was AP one base, it might have jumped up, but no, no AP uh, one damage. No AP. No. Not not amazing. Um, they set up within their little um, nine inches away, uh, like the other stuff, you know, deep strike thing. But uh, you must then immediately roll 2d6 on a 2, your double 1, a model is slain. Wah, wah. 
you can reroll fail morale tests for a unit if you've got an exarch in there. Um, when this unit moves in the movement phase, you can use their warp jump generators. So if you do, they can't advance or charge, but their movement characteristics goes from 7 to 4d6, and they can fly. Um, uh, it's 7 plus 4d6. No, it's just... It's increased by 4d6. Oh. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. good catch. Um, a unit that uses warp generators to fall back can still shoot in the shooting phase as well. Because they're the fireball, <laughs> I guess. But um, that's they're pretty fast for that. Uh, but again, it's not... They can't just move... You can't just jump out, shoot, and then jump back again or anything like that. So yeah. they lost all that tactical flexibility of not getting not getting destroyed. They're quick, and uh, like they used to have when people were spamming them in the other edition, which was a shame. But, uh, but flicker jump. Um, when this unit is targeted by a ranged weapon, you can declare that they will make a flicker jump, and your opponent must subtract one from hit rolls for attacks uh, until the end of the phase, and then you have to roll two d six yourself but on a, and on a two a warp spider slain so if that rule contained they could move again then they would be they would be okay I think you, you might see them but because they lost that move again ability they, they, they've been just gone into the con the, you know the um, the pile of uselessness uh, too short really. a range and a bit too short, too short a range uh, they can move fast so they can get there but um when you get there, you, you, you're going to do a few a few little bits of shots, nothing impressive, no and uh, no way, yeah, and then die. Well, if they, without the AP, if they had assault four spinners or something, then then like you know hawks, then or assault three, then maybe, but the assault two is just not enough. Yeah, they kind of sit somewhere in the middle of firepower wise, and the strength's <coughs> nice, but it still frees against a lot of things, so it doesn't help you that much no not when you just compare it to Dark Reapers or even Guard um, anyway the next unit is something I actually quite like and I've I've got on my list these. now uh, it's Shiny Spears fantastic um, that's probably wants... the fourth best thing in the codex I would say maybe yeah the... uh, oh, aside from the characters because characters are hard to measure in terms of how good a lot are. of a lot of Europeans, they're not Americans, but a lot of Europeans use these now, um, and they used them before, like well, before I really thought thought about using them. Um, they're, I've added them to my list now because uh, I'm playing around either with one of your ten or two units of eight, uh, usually in the webway, and then psychics to buff them and charge them, and you know, unari them in, and then quicken them in to get them like both charging when they come in. Um, uh, they they're good because they they have that combat like they're, they're really hit really hard in combat so stats wise they've got two wounds and two attacks um, which isn't fantastic but um, when you start buffing the hell out of them because they're not expensive they're not super expensive um, they become really good so they they have a shooting attack which along with their underslung catapults which are four shots each at twelve inch range. Uh, their laser lances are strength six, AP four, and damage two. So that you know they're shooting wise before they charge in, they do a lot of damage. Uh, if you you know if you're going for something big, uh, and then in combat it's the same stats. It's uh, when you charge in, they go their strength six, 
AP4, damage 2, but only in the turn they charge at the strength 6, usually in their strength 3. Um, but, they still, but they still get the minus 4 AP. But they still keep minus 4 AP and the damage 2. That yeah, which is what people forget about, because they didn't used to get to use them in the old rules. But the other, yeah, other exactly. thing is... is is really good about them is again in Yanari oh my god they're filthy oh yeah um, I remember I played in trios using my unit of spears um, in in the index before the new codex came out and playing against two of my friends well uh, two guys it's funny and I sort of haphazardly said oh these don't worry about all that unit there in that sort of um, wood there was like four or five units in a wood so they'll all be dead the shining spears will kill them and they sort of went oh yeah sure and then <laughs> two minutes later they were all dead and they were like Christ those shining spears put out damage <laughs> it's like yeah I'm going to shoot you twice and charge it's like shit the bed that is a lot of shots so that and they're, they're really good the fly helps massively as well when you think about things like um, demon princes the fact that you can charge a few demon princes yeah and you're hitting demon princes on threes and then you've got suddenly what? got minus four AP damage two weapons. They're yeah, and you've, and you've got the XR the, the XR got the strength eight version. Yeah, the strength, it's the same thing, the same lands, but it's strength eight rather than six. But yeah, the, the thing with the Shining Spears is that um, is you, you cast all the powers on them, like yeah. that because they're, they're not. They're, they're, yeah, they're they're a mini seer council, but they're yeah. not as expensive, so they're kind of a bit throwaway in a kind of way, I guess. Um, so you're not overly fussed if you don't got your powers off on them, but um, if you get plus one to hit on a unit, so they hit on twos, or and or plus one to wound on them, so they're wounded on twos most things, or, or from fours to threes, um, that's, that's huge. You know, they're, they're they're really hitting home with that high AP, decent strength and, and damage too. Um, you kind of need a unit like that to clear stuff out because it's not just the fact that they're good in combat with just their two attacks each, but they've also got that um, ability to have all of them having assault four shuriken catapults as well, so you're getting loads of uh, loads of strength four daka, then you're getting a load of strength six shots, AP four damage two, and then you charge again and doing that with the strength six again, but with two attacks. So when they drop in from the webway, one or two units, they're getting to hit loads of daka and then decent in combat as well. So they, they, they're applying a lot of pressure that you didn't have with just the Dark Reapers against these armies, which now I think people are going to kind of spam a bit more hordy. So you're going to get a lot more, like, Horde cultists or horde nids because yeah. uh, I think nids are going to be a massive counter to Eldar. So good against horde. Yeah, but you, the other thing which is awesome about them is, like, like you say, comparing them to a seer council, they're pretty much half the points of a warlock. Well, they're, 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 they're they thirty-three are. points. Thirty-two, aren't they? Thirty-three, I think. Eighteen base, five for the catapult, ten for the uh, star glaive, what it's called. Starland, sorry. Is it just me? Starland. Oh, no, eight. Oh, no, they're thir- uh, 30, 30, 26, 31. Yeah, 31 points. Sorry, my bad. Why are they cheaper than both, as you said? <laughs> the 31. The 31, yeah. 18, 18 base, 5 for the catapults, 8 for the Starland. Sorry, I thought they were 10. I read, I read Starglade instead of Starland. I'm just picturing David Bowie on a jet bike. They're, they're, they're horrific. So how many points are we? 31? 31. Yeah. Right. 
I think my list are ten points over then. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the old index, the index form. Shit. Yeah, they were they were they were way more expensive than the old version. Well, I'd have to redo my list, but um, yeah, I, I love these shining spears. They're definitely made for the webway, and definitely made for some of those powers from the warlocks. Big oh, shiny spears, and like I said, the, Euro- the European lists. I mean, I was looking at the Winter Team Championships, and I think a lot of Eldar had had the shiny spears in there. Uh, they're very they're, good. They're popular. But that's it for fast attack. Uh, what we got in heavy support? Warwalkers. Um, no, I think they're really expensive. Pass. Uh, yeah. They, they do have a five plus invulnerable built in, so they are reasonably tough. But Brilliant. Nope. They're tough for six wounds, but. Um, they're too Oof, expensive. If they were everything. cheap, uh, if they were cheap, they'd be great. If they were four scout vehicle apart, ability, their scout vehicle ability is really good because they get to rather than set, they get to set up anywhere within three inches of the battlefield edge and nine away, not just nine away. Um, Isn't that more limiting? Actually, no, no, yeah, that is more limiting. Yeah, that sucks. Never mind. That's shit. Wraith <laughs> uh, Lords. So Wraith Lords are toughest eight with ten wounds out. I've tried to try to make some lists with these like with eight Wraith Lords in because they, they got Daka wise they can be quite time. nice. I got loads of free time. Well, but, Wraith, uh, Wraith Lords are actually viable because of the toughness eight. I think yeah. is the toughness eight is a big a big threshold because a lot yeah. of things are either strength eight or lower. So no one's really going to be with you on like threes. It takes a big some big guns to do that. And if you do have big guns and you take a Wraith Lord, it's like I was trying to take like eight to ten or something. Um, they haven't got enough of them so that, that toughest 8 is quite, quite a biggie um, and you can mount them with a couple of uh, a couple of decent guns and you can just throw them in because uh, they can take two um, two shoulder guns plus the two shooting catapults on the fists um, and then they've got two fists so in combat they're strength um, strength 7, AP 3 and damage at 3 with 4 attacks and Hit on threes, BS3, but they do downgrade, um, which is a pain. So after they take five wounds, they go down to BS and weapon skill four. How many wounds they do start, they start? Start with ten. They uh, they start moving eight, um, and it goes down seven and six, which isn't hurt, you know that bad. But um, of course they're quite cheap. They're um, I can't remember. They're like hundred. Uh, hundred and three. Yeah, so they're not, they're not even expensive and you get a couple of weapons on there. Um, yeah, so like 100 140-ish, depending on what guns you're putting on. Yeah, which I don't think is that expensive. Now, yes, you'd rather take Dark Reapers. Yeah, but, but uh, the, it, it depends what path you want to go down. If, if you want to run like 10... Like, Wraithlord dies to Dark Everything dies to Dark Reapers. Everything in the whole game dies to Dark Reapers. Yeah. So, but if you take Dark Reapers out of the equation, because let's say GW FAQ them soon... Or something I don't know. Wraithlords suddenly become like a. Oh, these are actually not too bad. If if GWFAQ Dark Reapers and just take away or change how that three plus um, three plus thing works, you know, hitting on three up. Yeah, yeah. I think if they either got rid of that or changed it to some to work a different way, then they'd be fine. That's the rule I feel that makes them. Yeah, they, uh, they should just they, change it to they, they don't suffer a modifier for moving. Yes, that's 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 no, exactly it. They don't suffer a modifier for moving, um, yeah. or and sh- or um, shooting at flyers or something. I don't know. Flyers, yeah. yeah. Well, and they should be more expensive. 
yeah, they should be. I don't know why they dropped them by eight points. Because <laughs> they're stupid. Um, but, but even, even, even so, you'd see the race wars then, or they're a good alternative option. No, I think they're a good alternative. I think you see fire prism. Fire prisms are such a hidden gem. So yeah. good. Fire prisms got really good, but they're shadowed by the dark reapers. Yeah. Um, everything in the heavy support is shadowed by everything in the codex is shadowed by dark reapers. But everything um, in the things world like, is things shadowed like the by dark reapers. Yeah, things like the Wraith Lord, I, I, I want to take it, but I just can't because because of Tarry. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, in, in tournaments where obviously like you're not playing with uh, you're playing with comp or something like that, then stuff like Dark Wraith Lords and Fire Prisms become viable. I think uh, when, you, when you look at these tournaments, if you play these tournaments where you have like uh, Highlander tournaments or uh, maximum of two of a unit or something, Eldar yeah. is still brutal because you can still have. To like a unit of Dark Reapers, a Wraith Lord, Fire Prism, Shining Spears, Swooping Hawks, Fire Dragons. There's still so many good choices. Yeah, that that's why I like the codex because no matter no matter what you really take, it's not terrible. Yeah, it, you know. There's no mutilators. Um, there's no mutilators. Yeah. Um, After the Wraith are a massive. I'm not. Uh, they're a massive point sink for me. They're they're way overcosted. Yeah, how much are they? Like fifty bases, something like that. Yeah, they're they're very very expensive. Um, I just don't understand. I think maybe the guns games really expensive. Didn't, didn't want to sell them or something. I don't know why they would make them as expensive. They are because yeah. you, you look at like you look at like the equivalent in other armies, like guard armies or orc armies or anything like that. They just cost nothing. The points are nothing. Then you look at the elder ones and you're like, how much? So they're thirty points base plus the gun. So the gun will be. I mean, like the vibro cannon's thirty. So sixty points uh, for one. The D cannon is forty-five, and the D side is twenty. Uh, sorry, and the um, shadow weaver is twenty-five. So minimum fifty-five points for one gun. And how yeah, many that, points that's are the weapon support platforms. Just the actual platforms. Five base, aren't they? Plus so oh, we mean the Elder Guardian ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like five, but I think the, these are the big ones. But then just add the guns. Yeah, yeah, you would. I don't know why they're 30 points. Uh, it's just mental. Like, yeah. you, you're like 55 points for a crap shot. So like Shadow Weaver does what? It's heavy D6, so D6 shot, strength 6, AP nothings, damage 1. Each time you roll 6, is AP minus 4, so like a warp spider. But you're like, so on average I'm getting 3.5 shots. How many shuriken cannons can I fit in those points? For, for fifty-five points, I'm I can take what nine guardians. I can take almost a unit of swooping hawks. Um, yeah. I can take two dark reapers. Like, nah, why am I taking this? Yeah, it's lost. It's lost amongst the uh, the, the points fuck up really. We'll move yeah. uh, from that. Next yeah. up is is a unit we're not bother talking about. It's just. Um, Dark, Dark Reapers. Dark Reapers. Yeah, you're never going to see them. Don't worry about them. No. We all know uh, who the Falcon. 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 Now, Falcon. They failed on really because yeah, um, it's, it's not good enough to be a transport. It's not good enough to be a fire prism. It's in the middle of the two, and it's yeah, it's rubbish. Uh, it doesn't have any extra abilities that may make it. If it had like, uh, a serpent shield kind of defensive buff, I think it would be yeah. really good. But. Um, well, do you remember how hard Falcons used to be to kill? Yeah, to double six. <laughs> yeah, now it's yeah. I thought I thought they'd bring something like that back. You know, I'm, I was I was sure, certain they'd bring back uh, uh, that some sort of ridiculous rolling ability for tanks. But yeah. 
No, they're, they're uh, not. They're not good. The pulse lasers like two shot strength eight AP minus three strength damage three. They're not. It's, it's just heavy no though. That's it's heavy yeah, too. It's heavy. It's heavy, and it's like uh, especially when you look at like the damage chart. It's only got honey wounds twelve, whereas the serpent's got thirteen. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to see falcons. You're just never going to no. see them. Um, they're, like I said, they're just not transportable, and they're not gun platform. Uh, same with the Night Spinner. The Night Spinner is a massive disappointment. Uh, heavy 2d6, range 48, strength 7, AP nothing, but on a 6, it's AP 4, and so, damage 2. That, now that, that isn't terrible, it's not doing but enough. it's not doing enough. Uh, yeah, it's a few things looking, aren't visible. It's looking but, at what, like, what is the point in it? You, you, okay, you want, well, this time, fine, a Night Spinner is base 135 points. What guns you got on it? Uh, Doomweaver. Doomweaver. I think it's zero points for that. Doomweaver, zero. Right, so it's 135 points. Fine, I'll take five Dark Reapers. <laughs> no, plus you got to take a Shrieking Cannon out as well. Alright, oh, so 145. I'll take five Dark Reapers. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know what they could do to that to make it better. So, um, that Doomweaver gun has to either have... It's going to be like heavy 5d6 or 6d6. Or heavy... Uh, heavy... Uh, just have a locked in heavy number like yeah, if, it was, like, if it was something ridiculous like heavy 10 or something heavy 10 heavy 10 then sure yeah. auto hit um, I don't know I mean heavy 8 maybe would be the lowest I'd go to for it to literally be something I'd go oh I might take that might take a few of those it's like you can uh, I mean in the UK we don't have the terrain to be able to hide them for them to be able to just go I can't be shot but I can shoot stuff I can't see but they don't do any damage anyway like who's scared of getting hit by that nobody Mm. It's just, it's not. Maybe if it had real wounds as well or something like that, like yeah, a wide wound. That'd be good. I don't know. With AP. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Have a natural AP instead of the. How, much, how much is a weapon? How much is a weapon? Like. Well, weapons, no. No, they're like. Like 80 points or something like that, I think. Exactly. They're really so, cheap, yeah. They're, cheap. They're, they're well overpriced, the night spinners. They're either overpriced yeah. or under. Like. Yeah. How many points is this fire prism? We've got fire prisms now. Right, so the fire yeah. prism, the only way the only way fire prisms work, they are fantastic. You've got to take them in twos. Right? So you don't take one and you don't take three, you just take two. Do you not need three for the strategy? Twos. No, 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 no. So two fire prisms together, when they fire, just put put out a, a ridiculous amount of damage. So it's uh, what's the, I can't remember how the firing thing works. Um, oh my god, I've just read it's pulse laser discharge. Why is yeah, it yeah, yeah. Us? What is going on? Yeah, uh, where are we? Uh, right, so if this model moves under half its speed, uh, it can shoot its prism cannon twice, right? And it can use the same profile, and then you get the the one where you the same can unit twice. You can fire. You can fire fire prisms into fire prisms. I'm sure, that's a stratagem. That's a stratagem. So, but, but you yeah. only need two. You only need three. Three's overkill. It's a shame you have to fire at the same unit with the second attack. That would have been. Really no, but that, no, that's what I mean. What what you use a fire prism for is for killing the big fucker. That's what a fire prism is for. Yeah. You like you can kill a bane blade in one go. It's, it's here we go linked fire so when you target for a fire prism kind of blah blah blah, blah. fire prisms fire on me blah 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 blah, blah. 
um, they must target you first five percent, ignoring range of visibility and rerolling. So the reroll failed hit and wound rolls at the end of the phase. At least all the five percent counter shots from the five percent rerolling failed hit and wound rolls. At least one of the five percent didn't fire with it. So yeah, you only need another one. You don't need two because it's overkill. So you reroll, fail, you hit, and you failed wound rolls, and you get to fire twice. So they pump, and then their damage is the strength twelve, AP minus five, damage D six. So you just like you just like throwing out damage. That's really solid. Yeah, terrific. It's so good. And it's toughness seven, twelve wounds, three up seven. Yeah, yeah, and it's a and it's a it's a um, Eldar tank, so you can put Spirit Stone on it as well for ten points. They're really good. Um, but again, there's Dark Reapers and Shining Spears and Sweeping Hawks, so they just don't quite make it into the top tier. But they are definitely there in a comp army. Absolutely. You'll see more if the meta changes a little bit. Yeah, again, if, if meta changes to like two or three massive units, you know, like big guys. So like like like, like it, I know it doesn't exist anymore, but and it, the only one I can think of is this all I've seen for like forever is the the three big flying demon guys. Well, you can do Magnus Mortarion and um, Imperial Knight. Yeah, there you go. They would be really good against them. Yeah. Like like ridiculously good against them, especially with the Warlock Conclave going Jinx. Strength 12, just like, vroom. see you later, buddies. Minus five. Minus five. Eight. Oh my god. Rerolling hits, rerolling wounds. Yeah, so they're pretty damn good. So we like fire prisms. Yeah, we like fire prisms. 155 points they are. So the wave serpent. This, this is the, this is the tank. This is the tank. It's so good. Best transport in, in the game. Best transport in like Europe. It's just so I think, good. I think Eldar have got the best troop, the best heavy support, and the best transport in the game currently. I'd go with troop that. arguable, but but I'd say definitely the best transport, the best heavy. Um, so it's. It, the, so it's toughness seven with thirteen wounds, which you know I don't know why it has that extra wound. With the best fast attack as well. Sorry. With the best fast attack as well. Yeah. <laughs> best psychers. Best psychers. Best Eldar. <laughs> best Eldar. There you go. Eldar. The <laughs> they're best. They're best. So with the wave serpent, it, um, it moves sixteen, which is which is phenomenally fast. Um, 13 wounds is is so good coupled with its special rules so special rules serpent shield uh, different from how it used to be so now it's any damage suffered from a ranged weapon is reduced by one to a minimum of one now at first glance you think eh that is so big in a game it's huge because everyone the, most people's weapons you fire at you there's a lot of damage D3 or damage 2 or 3 and reducing all those things by one is just oh Make, even dark so survivable. Yeah, even dark reapers just doing one damage. Yeah. When you're having the, the mirror, you're thinking, okay, I get first turn, I jump out, I shoot your wave serpents. It's, it, it's not that easy. <laughs> it's So, uh, and then also, the, the, the one thing it has as well with the serpent shields, it gets to fire it still. I forgot to use this in every game, <laughs> ever. Oh, it's really nice. Um, oh, I'd be... On a two-pass... 
uh, nearest enemy visible enemy unit, which is the downside, but movement 16, you can get it into place where maybe it needs to be, uh, it takes D3 mortal wounds, and once you've used it, it doesn't get its benefit from the damage thing anymore. So what I intended to do, and then forgot to do in every game, is once <laughs> they got down to a couple of wounds, I was like, may I use a serpent shield, because it's going to die in a second. Uh, it would have been quite important in some of my games as well, um, to use it in the last two games anyway, uh, at that eggs tournament. Um, yeah. The one time I did remember to use it, I think it was against you, Robbo, and like you, you know you roll like a one. Yeah, re- I was like, re rolled it, got another one. Re-rolled re- it, got another one. Um, so yeah, it's re- that is re- it's a really good extra ability. Just more mortal wounds are always good uh, as an addition to an already fucking awesome tank with an awesome special rule. Um, it's just just so good. Um, you get your guns on it as well. I mean, I run it. It's just nothing. There's naked uh, with just a sh- twin shuriken cannon and a catapult. Uh, you did the same, didn't you, Gaz? Mm-hmm. Um, because you can invest points into it. You can get, you know, a shooting cannon underneath as well to get some more shots. But its its sole purpose is to keep your reapers alive for one turn. Yeah, but but and I it find that, that it also um, you get out blocks. serpents. You then use it as yeah as a cop block because it's actually quite a wide tank, a long massive. Tank. You just sort of chuck, we have the three of them. You just chuck them right in the front to stop slow people down. Uh, and obviously they're not that easy to kill um, but also like going for objectives because once you've got your guys out no one bothers with them um, I, I was I mean I had talking to people in a few of the games and said like like in my first game at Eggs uh, I was like you don't kill if you now at this point in the game like turn 4 if you try and kill my reapers my wave serpents you just go and get the objectives from the hawks and win the game and it's like shit yeah so because they're so fast you need to get rid of them um, they're really, they're really, they're really good, and having a load of shuriken shots as well uh, makes them actually kind of, kind of shoot. Kind of, they just do them a few little chips of wounds that just add to that irritating uh, factor. Yeah, uh, so they're durable enough that it's worth putting the guns on top because they're going to get to fire them. No, no, because they're, they're, they're moving taking all the points time. away from dark reapers. Yeah, they're moving all the time. So if you take any of those heavy guns, they're minus one to hit. Because and, and they're, all, heavy. they're always damaged. They're always down to like at least BS4, probably BS5. Yeah, they, they always seem to take a little bit of damage um, for like the initial turn or so. Yeah. Uh, but then after that, people don't really want to shoot them, so they just get to be in the way. And if they're in the way, they tend to get killed because they're in the way. But they've done what they needed to do. They're yeah. just they're just a really really good really good unit. I mean, you could do a list with I think thirteen of them in something like that as the max. Um, you could do a list of them, yeah, which, which would be really annoying. But um, I, I think that'd be viable as well, to be honest. Because even against yeah. Dark Reapers, that'd be like, what the fuck? Um, so uh, thirteen of those with a load of psychers in, uh, it's really good. But you could do like a few less and just have Dark Reapers as well as Serpents. <laughs> but the, mixing mixing them in with your army, they're they're just good for the alpha. Um, you need them in, in the, the the kind of alpha method we had, uh, especially when you make them a light top as well. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, have them a light top definitely. Just extra minus one, it's just it's just abuse. As a non alpha uh, player, I hate those because they're so just they're such yes. a pain. Yeah, they they do are. so much for that army and more I, than just one. I mean, a, a rhino is annoying to kill. Ten wounds, tough and seven, three up save. And this is this has got thirteen wounds and, and less on your damage table. Oh, how irritating! How much is rhino? Yeah, how much is rhino? Seventy, seventy-two. Seventy. Seventy. So it's just for like less, for less than just just a bit less than double the points. This thing. Oh. And yes. the 
Yeah, the, the transport capacity is beautiful as well, having 12. 12. Yeah, so you can take four sense. units of Reapers. <laughs> uh, yeah, 12. Why is it 12 and not just 10? If it was 10, yeah, you'd get to combo a lot less with this. But yeah. with it being 12, you get to do so many little combo adding all your characters in there with the units. So you're just yeah. completely protected. Um, yeah, big up, big up for the Wave Serpent. Uh, the last things we've got are uh, the Crimson Hunters, Flyers, yeah. Crimson Hunters skip because they're heavy. Uh, hit, they've got a bit of a lovely two plus, but you're heavy, so you're always minus one. Um, and, then the, and then the Crimson Hunter Exarch, which is like the most pointless unit entry I've ever seen in my life. Same thing, but Reels wants to hit. You persist, <laughs> so it still does, I guess. In case people, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. completely pointless. The only fly that's worth looking at is the Hemlock. Wraith Fighter. But like, why isn't it just like a points upgrade cost on the Crimson Hunter? Pay extra points to make it an Exarch. Why is it an entire new entry? Because they'd have yeah. like to explain points the points more. at the back to do that. Yeah, that. You just add it in. I don't know. Um, the Hemlock. This is the one where you have to pay for your Spirit Stones in the Abilities section, so make sure you pay yeah. up to 10 points. This, this thing's 210 points. Uh, 210 points for this <sighs> is, is, is okay. The the thing is, it's got two heavy D sides, so it's range 16, assault D3, strength 12, AP4, damage 2, and it hits automatically. They auto, they the auto hit, yeah. The important. auto hit is why what makes it actually worth a damn. Um, so it's got some, it's got some really nasty high strength good AP shots there. Uh, so you can get it because it's fast. It can move like 90, then move 90 again or whatever. Uh, it, it can get to places it needs to be, and it won't just crash and burn that easy. If you make it a light arc, you're at minus two to hit it over 12. Well, the, you're going to make it out because I don't think it's not worth going anything else, but you're going to be quite close to people at the time with this because it's short range. And with them having the mind shot now as well, you, den- you tend to kill a few things on morale. Um, that, that's them. the interesting one because you can combo this with things like Mind War and uh, Horrify. So yeah. You can get quite a lot of minus leadership stuff going if you want to do some sort of combo, but having to set up a combo like that for very little return isn't really worth it but it's got uh, smite as well that's the good thing is it's got smite so it's a psyche plus it gets to take one of the runes of battle things but only gets the the negative one it doesn't get the buff one it just gets the still, you, you just jinx you, take, you can take jinx on it <laughs> well it, you could take jinx you could take horrify well actually you probably take horrify because you probably have jinx on your warlocks at the back anyway well, so yeah, you know you, you, you can horrify the like they're big if, if they've got a unit that isn't fearless so if you if you horrify a unit and you've got the minus two, so that's like minus three. Is horrify minus one these days? I was just gonna ask you what it is. I'm not sure. Let's check. I've got it here. Let's just have a look. Horrify uh, minus yeah minus one. So they're at minus three on their leadership. But if you can kill like because you, you've got D size, you could probably kill like two or three models. Yeah, pretty easily. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're okay, um, but uh, the, these are definitely a case of Elder Codex Syndrome. Uh, you know, they're not shit at all by any means, it's just there's so many things that are better. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, you would take, if it was a Dark Eldar only army, these were only with Dark Eldar, you'd take them. Or if yeah. it was, I don't know, comparable codex, you would take them. But. I mean, they're better. When you look at other armies' flyers, they're better than most of the flyers. 
I would say. Maybe, obviously, Storm Ravens tend to be better, but they're more expensive, and they now have been nerfed a bit. I think you know they're decent and an option, because you're seeing people taking them in just like yeah. a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. People are running one or two, because they do add that bit of punch. And they're, right. they're, they're as not well. easy to kill. This guy's just like, I don't know, what, 200 points too expensive? Yeah. This, so I played against my, uh, we all know Blackie, uh, my admin, so I played against him, and in the first turn he fired two melt cannons at it, and I was down to do You are down to be like, useless. <laughs> I was like, well, what's the point? It's 500 odd points, nothing. I've seen good ideas with these. Well, you can take you can take the Yandan stuff, so you can double their wings. You take three of them. Yeah. And I, just, like, charge and stomp stuff to death, but... I posted I posted that list up to you guys the night of the day, uh, which was like three of them with all the Yandan Psycho stuff to try and buff them. But yeah. <laughs> even then, it's like, okay, what if you play someone with 20 Dark Reapers who kills one and a half pretty much dead straight away? Uh, yeah. I did the math on the Reapers. And it Wait, actually just whoa, 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 whoa. Maths. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did some math with the Reapers. No, and, uh, no, <laughs> it it does take quite a bit to kill one, but even then, um, you get you get them to gimp range pretty fast. So. Mathematics, not mathematic. I did some math. Did I upset you? Did. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, um, I want them to be good because I love the model, and like everyone has like three of them anyway. <laughs> No, so, only, only like Eldar players who are horrible people have three. Um, I think I've owned I've, like so many of these in, t- in my time. I've got two converted ones, thankfully. Not, I didn't yeah, thankfully didn't invest any money into them. Um, I've got I've got like a really really smashed up Chinese one up here uh, in my room. Uh, it's never going to get fixed then because it's just pointless. <laughs> So, Weirdly yeah. enough, I think the only model but, I don't own are the um, Crimson Hunters and Hemlocks because they're the newest ones. Yep, so should we go on to the Crossword Tributes and then yeah, let's yep. look at the strategies and powers just to. Because that's all the units yep. done now, we can kind of. So a light arc is minus one to hit from over 12 inches. So and we're done. A lot. <laughs> yep, that's it. They're, they're going to be the most common, I think. Um, Bail Tan is add one to your leadership. And Aspect Warriors re-roll, hit rolls of one for Shuriken weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, again, if you go for that uh, Die Avenger army, you don't need to bother with Azurman then. So, take them as you'd, well. I don't know, you'd still probably take them out of the top just to minus one on the first yeah. turn. Yeah. Uh, Iandun's actually okay with your Wraith Knight stuff, so you double your wounds with damage charts. Um and they can never lose more than one model for morale checks, so Wraith Guard and stuff are pretty... I don't know, they're fitless anyway, aren't they? That's still a really nice rule. I don't know. Anyway, no, Wraith Guard, they're not fearless, sorry, I misread it. Okay. They can't shoot when they fall back for some reason. That's Fair a enough. little bit of a misread, Andy. <laughs> Simehan's really good. Simehan's... I actually quite like Simehan. I think that's... Like, if you take um, Shining Spears with Simehan, re-rolling failed charge rolls is pretty good if you webway portal them. Well, I, I took Bale Tan for my Shiny Spears because of the stratagem. The real ones. 
um, for the real charge as well, and the extra two inches or something like that. I think it was. Oh, uh, strategy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should go through it, but um, the um, what was it called? Um, that's just that's just like a, a an extra because you're going to be soul burst one unit and you're going to quicken the other. So. All play are quite good as well, especially on like big guardian blobs and things like that. So you get the uh, you've got a six up feel no pain. Feel no pain. I mean, I played against uh, some uh, the other Gas Jones with his Dark Elder on Tuesday, yeah. and that six up feel no pain. Uh, he had it army wide, but that's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so irritating. <laughs> it's like Death Guard for the five up as well, which is a little bit better. They make those extra couple, they shouldn't, and you're like, ah. Well, that, with the death card, you're expecting it, because you're kind of paying for it. But with weak uh, Eldar Shut models... Up. It's annoying. It's just, it's out of nowhere. So what are you doing? Right, so let's whiz through these stratagems, and then we've got Matches Agility is... Uh, what's that? Well, let's not go through every single one, but let's go to the ones we're going to see, and the good bits. Forewarned, let's start with that then. Forewarned is awesome. So, if you take a fast here... Uh, any unit that's a friendly unit within six inches, if an opponent um, arrives from reserve, from reinforcements, and you can see them, you can shoot them. So, for a, which is basically like the old intercept used to be. Um, and it's two command points, and it's incredible because you've got a unit of 10 Dark Reapers just sat there going, I dare you to deep strike that unit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it basically warped talons with the anti Dark Reaper. Castle, yeah. a bit thing, but now you need to take two units for warp talents so you can have one die. And they're too expensive. Yeah. And they're expensive, yeah. or not bother at all. Yeah, and the dark reapers are bubble wrapped anyway with three wave serpents, so you kill the unit of warp talents that come in. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah. well, okay. Right. I've got a I, um, I just don't get that because every other book that has something similar is if you're within. X range of a unit, then they can do this yeah. or that, rather yeah, than just this is board wide. line of sight. <laughs> it's mental. I don't think they, I don't think they thought it through with the unit of Dark Reapers. I oh. think they just probably thought, ah, unit of Shuriken catapult shootings, all right, so they talk range. Fire back, yeah. 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 Uh, next up's the Celestial Shield. This is the thing where we're talking about with the Guardians. Really so yeah, gives you the Guardians a four of one for one CP. Nice and oh. cheap, nice and survivable. That's good. When do you uh, that? In shoot phase. In the enemy shooting phase. After the when, when, when they're choosing, no, when they're choosing it as a target, yeah. yeah. You don't just yeah, use so it you, and then. So you webway portal in, you unload a shuriken death wall, then they turn around and fire all their guns at you, and you go four plus and vulnerable. So you yeah. can now have to pump a lot of fire into guardians. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nice. oh shit, I actually have to kill these guys because they're going to hurt me if I don't. Um, and now I'm firing, you know, Too 15 to 20, 20 odd reapers at them. Uh, and next up we've got Cloud Strike which is kind of coupled with um, uh, Webway so um, Cloud Strike is for one CP and it's uh, one vehicle uh, unit that can fly uh, gets to come in via Deep Strike you know, more than nine inches away um, it, it can do it on a, a vehicle that's got stuff transported in it as well you can't use it if you use a Webway though and the webway um, is what you're going to be using a lot. Which is what you're going to use. Webway is just infantry and bikes rather than vehicles. So you're going to have to pick one or the other. You can't do one vehicle, one bike unit or something like that. So you're going to pick one or the other. I, um, I, 
I'd imagine you're just really going to use it on. Um, I mean, it's okay for if you're going to use it on your flyers. Like you don't want a flyer to die. Uh, but, but it's just one. It's not like something. Yeah. It's not like the next it, one it, is. Oh god. Yeah. Dragon. I was saying the next one is the concordance of power, which is the warlock double range thing for jinxing things. Yeah, yeah. for one CP, just, so it good. doubles the range. This is this is brutal. Yeah, absolutely brutal. One of the best stratagems. Thinks that there's four stratagems which are really good, and that's one of them. Do you want to explain why that's so good and what the combo is there? Well, I explained okay, so it before. Um, e- e.g., you you are playing against Mortarian. Okay, Mortarian is horribly difficult to kill, right? Because um, he's got a three up save, is it? Yeah. Or two. he's got a three up save, and he's got a four vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, toughness seven and twenty. Eighteen wounds. Eighteen. Eighteen wounds. Right, it so just feels like a lot. he's got feeling the pain as well. <laughs> yeah, and so what you do is you stand over twenty four inches away from him, so we can't deny you because you're over twenty four. You cast Jinx on him. He's now at minus one to all saves, so not just his normal saves, his vulnerables as well. And then you yeah. shoot with dark peepers, so he's actually now on a five vulnerable save. The five feel no pain. That, that's undeniable because you're. Sat and it's undeniable. Way. You can't stop it. So yeah. you're suddenly going from a three plus four plus five plus to a, a five plus five plus, like shit. It, it's it's all, it's it's a game winner against the big boy list, yeah, especially it's, it's against t- turn one. Um, I, play, I played a fellow with the uh, Magnus Mortis uh, combo, and um, casting that on um, on Magnus. Uh, no, sorry, <laughs> more. Uh, on that, uh, yeah, Magnus. Um, I cast it on Magnus first, get requickening. Just, just removed him. Yeah, I was like, I killed I mean, him to one. I thought, I thought I was like, yeah, I'm gonna kill both of these probably, but I might not kill the second one. Uh, so I just want to guarantee Magnus dying, so you don't have double move. So I got rid of him first because you kind of want it on Morty instead of Magnus because he's yeah, got a better save anyway. Yeah. But you need he just, he just killed him. With, yeah, the unit of ten just killed him. Didn't he? Did anything yeah. else? Yeah. And then you kill the other one with everything else. <laughs> then I kill the other one with everything else, yeah. It's just like, uh, with change as well, I had like extra Dark Reapers to piss away. I played three Biggins, and I killed Magnus turn one, Mortarian turn two, and I killed Big Bird on turn four. Now, just as a side note, this was hilarious. So, the Big Bird was going to wreck my face, because I hadn't quite done enough wounds, and I'd rolled a bit poorly. And it charged um, my unit of Dark Reapers, uh, and your brain it didn't go base to base with your brain, just declared a charge. Killed the unit of Dark Reapers, piled into the Yvrain. The Yvrain then turns around, swings, hits with all her attacks, wounds four times, so gets four sixes. Wow. Big Bird fails all four saves, so the Yvrain does D3 damage uh, with each wound, and I ended up doing seven wounds to Big Bird <laughs> with the Yvrain. <laughs> and then she just takes again. a step back, she takes one step back, and then like, my, dark, my other Dark Reapers just turned around and was like, oh, well then you're dead now. <laughs> Killed it. Oh. It was <laughs> brutal. It went from like, I'm going to lose this game and get payable to, oh, see you later. I win. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one on that page, on the first page, um, is the feigned retreat one. It's uh, an Azura unit from your army gets, uh, that falls back. It can still shoot and charge. Um, that's really good if someone just tags your unit of 10 Reapers you know like you're just saying them where they pile in and just tag them they don't charge them um, and they get and they get unlocked in combat and you just go okay feign retreat with me at 10 and I'm still going to have to shoot you um, well, you know, Wraith Guard can't do that though the Wraith Guard can't no 
the uh, next one is Link to Fire. That's the That's one you're talking about. The Fire Very useful. Starhawk missile. Now, you were interested in this one, Andy, so I'll let you take that one. Uh, I used it against Magnus, uh, against Mortari, and just to add an extra DP model wounds in. Right, there's one thing about this. It says, you can use a stratagem just before an Azuri infantry model from your army attacks a unit that can fly with an Eldari missile launcher. You can may only make a single hit roll for this weapon. However, add one to the hit roll. If it hits, the target unit suffers D3, the target suffers D3 more wounds now because there's like a 110 commas in that sentence I read that as you do D3 wounds and then you then you do your normal damage uh, let's have a look because I know the rest I, I, of the... I, brought, I brought this up at, at eggs to Gaz because at, at first you just quickly read it and go oh just does D3 more wounds which it, yeah, with a gun that can do D6 damage uh, is a bit uh, whatever, but I mean, it is that if you hit, it just decent not wound. You don't have to go any further or anything. But because I, I, it's got a lot of commas in there, it just reads that it, it kind of carries on. There's nothing saying oh, instead, is there? So but that's what I mean. Doesn't happen instead, here. or it just does decent. It, it's weird. I had the four other missile launchers in my uh, reapers. I used this, I think, twice uh, in that tournament, and um, wasn't groundbreaking. Was just a little extra. I don't uh, need it. It's pretty no, standard. Yeah. Anything with a missile weapon tends to have a variation. I guess the flyer, yeah. But yeah, that's that anyway. So Lightning Spice Reactions is another one for 2CP. Um, it gives a, a Zari Infantry unit um, it's targeted in the shooting phase. Uh, subtract minus one to all hit rolls against them. That That's okay. It, it, you know, if you're like doing that little blob of guardians and you're like, Ugh. you know, you're just trying to make them really annoying to kill. That's quite cool. Um, you use it in that combo with the warp spiders we're talking about to get minus four to hit if you, for whatever reason, want to do that. Yeah, two card points is a lot, but. It is a lot. Um, Fire and Fade is, is probably the next one. Well, Sick Council is another one which I used quite a bit. We're, we're talking about with the Conclave, is you kind of. Because, like, Jinx is uh, a seven, isn't it, to cast? Um, yeah, yeah. And um, you want the any plus ones you can get. So this gives you. Uh, use the stratagem in your psychic phase uh, for a farce that's within six inches of a, a warlock unit. You can add one to result of any psychic tests for the two units. Um, it, and it's just because it's one CP, it's really handy to try and guarantee the jinx off at range 36. And also the farces, like buffs, or whatever, if, if he wants yeah, to. But most, import, most importantly, you want it for the warlocks because you really you don't want to have to also spend a CP for a reroll, but um, to, you need, sometimes it's it, against big. Big guy Rich. armies, it's kind of crucial to get a jinx off. Right. So you're sinking two CPs into that council, but um, you're kind of guaranteeing a death of something. So um, that's good. Fire, Fire and Fade, yeah, cause that's huge cool. arguments amongst everybody because of the wording of it. New FAQ. Yeah, the the, the argument comes from um, people uh, saying you can't use this stratagem to embark back into a, a wave serpent. So you can't disembark from Wave Serpent and use it to get back in again, because uh, in the rules it does say you can't embark and disembark in the same turn. So that's fine. What people were doing it was either coming out from behind line of sight and using it then to jump again after shooting to get back into a Wave Serpent somewhere else, or web weighing down and then using it after firing to then get into a Wave Serpent. Uh, people are arguing you can't uh, use this stratagem to embark into a tank, uh, because it says as if it it were the movement phase, but it's not the movement phase. Yeah. 
Uh, but it's, it's, a, it's again, it's a case of poorly written rules because there's yeah. so many case by case rulings, like uh, Margon Ra being allowed to shoot twice um, in the second yeah. phase because it's the shooting. It's just like, oh, for goodness sakes, yeah. just write yeah. a rule properly so we don't have yeah. an argument. Yeah, I mean, if you've got Landsat Lucky Train, it's just you pop out and pop again. Um, it is it is still a good strategy for that. Yeah, it's, it's um, if you can get back into wave shape and that's not, you know, it gets FAQ properly, then it's really good for that unit. Yeah, it, it, it should be FAQ that you can't do it. Like, uh, And the FAQ <coughs> that has come out doesn't explicitly say you can't do it because of... I don't um, think it was a, a, an issue that was brought up, really, from to FAQ. I don't think anyone no, really no, talked about it. There's an FAQ that comes out that says... You cannot embark in a transport if it's not the movement phase, unless you've got a special rule that explicitly says you can. Oh right, um, sorry. Oh, sorry. That's added to the argument, isn't it? Sorry. That's yeah. new. But the problem, the problem with it is, is it says unless. So you can't do it if it's not the shooting phase. If it's not the movement phase, sorry. But this rule says it is the movement phase, like as if it is the movement phase. So then it falls down on whether you think it is the movement phase or it isn't. So it's just like mm-hmm. just fuck's sake, just say you can't use this to embark. Done. End That's of discussion. One. It's worth checking if you go into an event. Yeah, and check you it. That, double check and keep yeah. it easy. If you're basing some sort of tactic around it with a unit of ten reapers, so because it is, so it's it probably is going to be ruled against you. Yeah, just check first. Um, yeah. Uh, the next one on the page, park, which is the best the option. <clears throat> the next stratagem on this page is two more. Webway strike, strike. Um, is oh just really good. So one CP allows you to to deep strike in a biker unit or an infantry unit, uh, or for three CP, uh, three command points, you can do two units. Uh, usual, more than nine inches away. Uh, this is just this is just amazing for uh, keeping stuff alive. I mean, I think a lot of codexes have this sort of ability now, uh, sort of stratagem. But it's just really good for your, your Eldar because you've got either tanks or you've got weak guys on foot. Uh, it's just really handy. Uh, there's loads of combos you can do with it. We get, we get shining spears and stuff. I think shining spears need this, uh, need to yep. deep strike in. So. Uh, then you've got Runes of Witnessing, which is another good one. Now, it, it, it's good, but it's only good if you've got a lot of Reapers. So what it is, is two command points, which is quite expensive. <laughs> it's only good if you have a lot of Reapers. I don't think that if statement's needed. <laughs> when? Uh, you, when you, you have your, a lot of Reapers. <laughs> you pick your fast here. And then until the end of the phase, so you cut it's phase, not turn. So you can't you can't uh, use it. You don't want to use it in the. Uh, you don't get it if you uh, soul burst unit ten, unless you, you use it twice, which would be stupid. Uh, but it gives every um, craftforge unit within one inches, uh, within six inches of the far set, real ones to wound. So you've got your real ones to hit, and you've got your real ones to wound for your Die Heart Reaper Castle with your Autarch yeah. or Farsi there. If you really um, need to kill something, it's worth it. If you don't need to kill it, if you can wait, it's not worth well, it's, it. Well, it's not an it, it's just your, it's, it's everything, because it's, it's every unit is six. So it's, uh, no, I know, but what, what I'm saying is, is if you're fighting, like, I know I keep bringing him up, because I can't really think of a better example, um, but like, say, Big Bird or like, The Knight, where you're only winning on fours because it's tough and say, yeah, then then it's very good to use. But whereas if you're doing something like like Magnus, you're going to kill him anyway. So it's not worth the command points. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's several uses because I mean if you if you if you're playing against like you've got your um, you're playing against the like Tyranids with infantry horde and your your Ollie's shooting yeah. is going to be at the uh, little guys which you were doing on threes. Um, yeah. Getting more wounds against them is very yeah. important because as soon as they hit your reapers, you're locked up. 
because yeah. um, they've got so models. So, again, in, in, in a game like that, you're kind of wanting as much hitting and wounding as you possibly can in the few turns you have, because you're going to yeah. get charged turn one, pretty much, but against the... Uh, um, against the Timid Army, that's why you need, you're going to need the screen for your Dark Reapers. So, because um, they've got units that can move really fast, you're going to need you're going to need to screen against that. So that's why you're, these Elder Armies are going to have to change a little bit. You can't just have 40 Dark Reapers sat there with nothing around them, uh, if not two lots of bubble wrap, because um, you're going to get hit turn one, and then you're going to get hit turn two for the rest of the army. So you really need uh, some defense against it, and, w- and with that defense, you also need to be able to hit them super super hard, which is why. This uh, strategy might be good against infantry as well as against big guys. You need to definitely get as many wounds in as possible. So, yeah, it's good. Uh, what's on the next page? Any more uh, key stratagems? Or I don't. The, the only one I would say is Pathfinders, probably. Um, which what's is that? it's the one that makes your rangers hit on sixes only for a phase. That's just a, a turn five, six, or seven. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I I've really, got a really need left. to. I need that objective to get me five points for this game. Yeah, I've got a defend objective X as well as it's worth like loads of points. For the end as well of the game. as like yeah, line my, breaker yeah. as well as it's an eternal war objective as well yeah. as my pathfinders point. have yeah. the relic plus uh, a sack yeah. other objective. So that that's that's yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> it's a good little. It's just a very situational, but it's good. Uh, I don't think anything else. Oh, these this page is just full of uh, the craft world ones. Um, which are a bit meh. Some are okay, like at the Bealtan one, which is add two to your charge and you get to reroll hits rolls of a one. Um, that's okay. And the same hand one, I think, is another uh, one, which is the unit can still charge in the same turn that it, uh, that it like advances something and rerolls ones as well. Those two are quite cool for your um, uh, Shining Spear sort of bomb, um, just to guarantee them getting them in if you don't have soul burst already on them and, and an altar nearby but um that they're, they're, they're there anyway the rest are pretty meh nothing really special um, so all our treats any standout ones here rather than going the, 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 the one that lets you um fire your um, people launch your sniper yeah your sniper warlord uh, i don't think that was thought through with the right. fact that you could take a reaper launcher not that it's huge but it's pretty pretty annoying yeah. and if uh, Yanari go bye bye then that's definitely something everyone's going to take just to be able to be a bit of an annoyance um, like the warlords the index bits when they put that in there it's like yeah you can do that but that doesn't do anything yeah. oh wait we're going to allow all the index stuff uh oh because when it first came about we were like well you've got really nothing to fire with that matters a damn but uh, now you can take the reaper launcher yeah it's boss uh, the attitude movements, your warlord's movement thing is good for the avatar alone, nothing else. Um, and the, the other ones, there's, there's nothing. They're all just your usual. Uh, the seer one is okay on a far seer, which gives you, uh, once we're battle round, you can reroll a single hit roll, wound roll, save roll, psychic, or deny the witch thing for your warlord. So if your far is a warlord and you really need to get a couple of powers off, uh, so because you use a reroll on your helm and then you got a reroll for that one, that's okay. Uh, but. Apart from that, no, no, there's nothing amazing apart from that. You're just definitely going to take that um, Autark Warlord sniping. Yeah. Um, they've got they've got the special ones for the uh, depending on what craft world you are. The Ally Talk one's pretty good because it's makes all your uh, units within six inches of your Warlord fearless. Um, and if you, you know, 
I'd, I'd probably take the Dark Reaper one, the Reaper launcher sniper one over this, but uh, making so you're going to ten Dark Reapers are fearless is uh, is, is decent. That's nice. Um, Especially if you're going quite MSU or yeah. Basically, the, the change we make to our list, Andy, is uh, you take the Reaper with Shuriken Cannon. He he disappears. You put the other two Reapers in the other two Reaper in into two other Reaper units. And then you've got a Reaper launch on the Autark. Yeah, he just replaces that Exarch, really, doesn't he? Yeah. As a, as a, as a gunner. Um, the other Craftful ones, though, uh, Bealtans is okay. Uh, you, in the start shoot phase, pick a friendly Bealtan unit with three, and they get to reel all hits that phase. It's okay. Uh, if you had, for some reason, like, Bealtan Reapers, <laughs> you get ten. Uh, and the other ones are a bit just meh. Orthwees is your armies battleforged. He was on the battlefield or D6 start of each turn and on a 6 you get a command point um, just, that's just a luck you can't really rely on it that it's, it's not like a you might get one back a game unless you can roll loads of 6 Remnants of Glory worth noting then Falsho's Wings is the only decent one I think um, that's what I had uh, before I found out I was cheating uh, infantry model the bearer with the Falcher wings has move characteristic of 12 and can fly so had it on the Artark so you could just move about where you needed to we, sh- we should we made a mistake with it as well we should have put it on the Farseer yes should make yes. it Farseer yeah. but I'd say actually a couple of times I had the 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 uh, Artark just flying off and then hitting stuff with his little beat stick because he's not a terrible in combat against little sure, the Farseer's better in combat than the Artark is Um Really? But the, the guy's weapon's like, he's like strength, what was he, strength 6, AP 2, D3 damage or something? Okay, and, and the Farseer always comes in a 2, strength 9, when you shoot him. Oh and, yeah, the um, single spear. And he's yeah, D3 damage, yeah, he's well better. But um, it's the fact that he can be, he can go run forward and cast Doom. Yeah, that would be big actually. Uh, yeah. I never I never had that be an issue though. Uh, yeah. I don't think that's ever really out of range because he moves 7 plus D6 get out of a tank as well 3 inches yeah. so if you guys don't think any of the remnants are worth mentioning should we go on to the psychic powers which we've been talking about for the last 2 hours and explain just why we mentioned them so much and why they're so good Runes of Battle then Conceal Reveal Conceal is really good makes everything minus 1 to hit again already on your ally top army from ranged weapons on um so you, you you basically you cast it on your big unit of reapers or your big like shining spear unit or whatever it is you don't want to die from range weapons. Mm-hmm. It's given an additional minus one to hit. Reveal is good because then there's no um, cover save for them, so they get no bonus saving throw. So again, that's pretty good. Emboldened horrify. <laughs> yeah, emboldened's pretty good. Um, it's add two to your leadership characteristic. Wouldn't really bother with it, but it's, it's okay. Horrify used in conjunction with, like we said before, with the Mineshot Prow. Pretty, pretty tasty. Um, enhance is, I don't even know what that does. Add one Plus to your to hit. hit rolls. Nah. Good for the Shining Spear bomb. Yeah, good for the Shining Spears, I suppose. But again, you'd need lots of characters here. Drain is, uh, what's Drain do? Minus one to hit. For the, in the fight, in the fight phase, for a unit. All ah, right. See, protect. Now this is the king. This is protect and jinx. This is well good. 
Tech plus one to your saving throw, Jinx minus one to their saving throws, and that's all saving throws. So not just normal, that's your invulnerables as well. Not for the protect, it's not though. No, no, protect is just your normal one. Uh, yeah, but but for some reason Jinx is, is all, so they have the all word in Jinx, but not in protect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm. um, Quicken, Quicken is also very, very useful, extremely useful, Second more so than one. it has ever been in all the other editions of what Quicken was. Uh, but being able to move again is is very, very good. And what range um, is that power? All powers range 18. 18. It, like the Chaos have the same spell, but it's range, range 3. <laughs> and then I'll just go, cool, yeah, we can do that 18 inch range, mate. Yeah. What are you doing? It's yeah. Like, all right, okay. Quick, quicken, quicken, as we said before, in conjunction with things like Swooping Hawks on the last turn against someone yeah. who's screen, screening. Or um, Webwing Shining Spears. Yeah, Webwing Shining Spears. Uh, you quicken them to get them to be next to people so you can't fail a charge. Uh, last turn against someone who's got a screen of stuff, trying to protect some uh, objectives, and you can just go drop down your Swooping Hawks turn five after the Sky Leap and stuff. And quicken them. Makes banshees. Yeah, makes banshees amazing. But yeah, it's really good. Really, really good that one. Uh, (laughs) Power is add uh, one to your wound rolls in the fight phase, and uh, innovate is subtract one from their wound rolls. So again, that's good on the shining spears. Yeah, yeah, shining spears is good. Um, Runes of fate guide. We roll all your hits from shooting. Uh, which is fantastic on Dark Reapers, <laughs> and I suppose it's good on Shining Spears as well. Um, and you go in Doom. It's only range weapons, though. Still, uh, yeah, yeah, but still, still Shining Spears. If you sh- if you shoot them twice, if you have like Unari, all the catapults. Yeah, they're they're pretty good in the yeah. shooting still. Doom. We are wounds. Fortune is like a five plus save after your save. So we, we feel no pain. Yeah. yeah. Execution is actually pretty fun. Yeah, they made it good now. It's not not yeah. terrible. So it's um, the enemy unit suffers D three mortal wounds. If a target, if a model is killed, then they suffer an additional D three mortal. So you kind of do six mortal wounds to a unit. Yeah, it's range eighteen as well. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um. The Will of Azurian is... Uh, what does that do? It passed pass around objects. And you had one toward the Night of Witch rolls. Um, until you have a second phase for them. Uh, it's quite a long It's, it's the worst one. But. Roll a dice, add your leadership. If your opponent scores higher, if the scores are drawn, nothing happens. If the psychic scores higher, the target suffers a number of multiple wounds equal to the difference between two scores. So pretty good against shaft in con- characters. In conjunction, twenty no, eighteen. In conjunction with uh, some, uh, you know, the flyer flying around, subtracted to yeah, the leadership to start with. Yeah. So you're not having to pump more psychic powers and, and shit into it. That's it's okay. Um, it's not the worst one there. These are all decent. Like, um, I think the worst ones actually uh, will of Azure and probably the most meta. Eldar lists execution mm. is actually worth it I think a lot of the time you're going to see someone with executioner and doom as their yeah. powers execution uh, little guys is just six mortal wounds yeah well you know that the, the end of the game where you're like I need to get loads of mortal wounds on these little, this thing here you've got executioner and smite it's like wow 3d3 well um, 
D3. Uh, you're probably not going to kill him if it's like one dude, but if you've got like a little small unit, it's like 2D3 from Executioner plus D3 or D6 or whatever from the uh, the Smite. Uh, really, really handy. A lot of little mortal wounds pumping out from that. It's interesting to note as well as like pretty much every power that um, Elder have here is in this in that in the ones at the farther here. They're all seven apart from uh, Will of Zero, which is five. So all mediocre to cast, and all of the runes of battle ones, they're all uh, six and seven as well. Um, so I don't think anything there's easy to cast or dead hard to cast. So they're all just average. Um, yeah. And that's really that's the codex really, isn't it? Yeah. So I think we'll probably try and do another episode on Eldar on lists that. We're thinking of running in ideas and stuff, just so this one doesn't drag out a bit too long. That probably won't happen, gone forever. Yeah, we probably won't ever get around to doing that, but um, I think we kind of covered lists as we went along. I mean, I think I think everyone kind of gets the point. It's Dark Reapers, and then whatever else you want. Yeah, so I think Dark Reapers will do all the heavy lifting. Right. So thanks very much, Gaz and Andy, for coming on. And Welcome. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm sure we'll speak to you all again and you'll all hear us unfortunately soon. <laughs>